sword of omens. Come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. Hi, I'm Larry Kenny, the voice of Lionel in the original Thundercat series, and you're listening to Trekmate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trek Meet. My name's Wayne. Hello everybody, I am Jude. Um, yes, this week is our Christmas special episode. And um, we're going to try and keep it as Christmassy as possible. We're going to have some classic Rick Moyer tunes intermixed into everything uh, to keep it the Christmassy vibe going on. Uh, we've also just agreed for at the very end of this op- episode, we're going to include um a quite a long video uh, audio recording we just did for youtube uh, a sort of review chat about um star wars what's it called wayne the rise, the rise of, of skywalker. skywalker yeah sorry it's easy to forget it really is the erection of skywalker yeah uh so, so that's at the end so uh we'll put a couple of songs of, of rick moyer some nice christmas classics there I, but uh, I don't. So, I don't think people will mind me giving away the like secret that really the rise of Skywalker was a like hour and a half uh, documentary on the rig. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's 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 fine. It should be out by now. But really, it's just a hour and a half documentary about uh, Luke's rigor mortar stick. Yeah. <laughs> just Luke just post dying. Yeah. The rise of Skywalker. Luke. Yeah, but in the meantime, um, I just had a couple of. Basically, I'd I'd said to Wayne, like you know, a, a lot of the time these days we like to have fun. Like everyone knows, like yeah, we love our trek. Sometimes we'll go into depth about things, but most of the times we just like to have a laugh and stuff. And I said to Wayne, why don't we try and make this episode as Christmassy? as possible which isn't always easy with star trek so i just picked two things i got a three in one question for wayne oh. which people might be uh, interested in like thinking about themselves listening at home and also i just said to wayne like i'm gonna go on online go on amazon ebay anything i can find and just find as much Christmassy star trek tap official non-official as possible and I was kind of disappointed with that. There was nowhere near as much stuff on there as I'd hoped. But we're kind of trying not to record for too long. We're already gone past one o'clock in the morning here. Mm-hmm. 
as we're starting this recording. Um, but I was going to do that second, if that's all right. No, that's absolutely fine, mate. I'm happy to go in whichever order that you would like with this. So, and then also we said that we'll probably uh, finish off with a little trek off. Should yeah, we be feeling the... Yeah, I'm happy to. Well, I just said to Wayne, even though we're not even starting this recording till after one in the morning, it's Christmas. Exactly. Like I've I've got relatives over, but like no one's got school, no one's got work, so mm-hmm. sod it. Exactly. And then that's thing. Then we can get the episode out for Monday. And, and plus, for... do you know what I was just thinking? Honestly, the other day I, I was. Um, I wasn't listening to Trek, mate, but I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, I love this podcast so much. I really enjoy doing it, and I can't imagine not doing it. I feel like if it ever stopped for any reason, like, I'd feel sad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we both have families and lives and stuff, so you'd move on. But I, I don't want to. I'd, I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. I'd rather always think that we can come back to it and talk about something Trek-related. I mean, for God's sake... You were doing a podcast for years when it hadn't even been on the air for 15 years, any form of it. Well, not that long, but for a while. It it was a while, and he didn't know if it was ever coming back. um, So I've been thinking, like, I hope I am. I hope we are still doing this in our 50s and onwards. And I was just thinking, oh, I can just imagine listening to a 20-year-old podcast, like, thinking, like, oh, what were we talking about in our 30s about bad backs and being tired then it's nothing compared to being 55 with our 20 year old children (laughs) you know those fucking whippersnappers we thought we had it bad then well that'll be if i can't see any reason why track mate won't stop other than Mm. global warming killing us all oh yeah Um, that's probably coming all that sort of stuff either global warming or some world leader blowing up the rest of the world you know yeah. like i'm it, fully expecting those two things so i'm kind of prepared but then if if trekmate manages to run into the apocalypse that's that's an achievement yeah it is yeah, yeah. we we yeah. were one of the uh one of the ones that lasted over the decades yeah exactly but no i think uh, i can't see any reason why we wouldn't want to keep the show going yeah because it's I enjoy getting together, just chilling out, talking shit, and talking a little bit of Trek. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I've said it many times, but I'm glad to have gone from being a listener mm-hmm. uh, and actually managing to be part of the show. And, you know, some people have told me that they enjoy it as much as uh, the older stuff, and that's that's great. That's awesome to think that. But also, there's going to be some listeners, mate, that they have only known it being us. Yeah. Well, no, I've heard that too. I've heard people say, you know, I started listening to you two and now I've gone back and yeah, that's hilarious. You know, I can see why, why you became part of it, you know. Um, And that's, to be honest, it's, it's funny because now we're, we're slowly, well, not slowly, quickly approaching like 10 years of Trackmate. Wow. Yeah. Because that's impressive. Me and Paul sat down in the October of 2011. Yeah. To do it, so we're we're under two years away now. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, to, to get to a 10-year anniversary of, I think, especially with something online, that's like, that's a, that's like old boy territory, yeah. 10 years. Oh, it is now, yeah, in internet time. I think I may have said this before on here, but I think at some point I'm going to have to do a chronological re-listen of the entire thing, going Mate, right from the beginning. crazy. No, no, I like doing that. I always like going in order with things. But I really enjoyed those episodes. It'd be fun to go back. I've always said what I enjoyed about it were like you two were who you were. Mm-hmm. But I now know what it's like to be in those shoes where sometimes you have to walk that line of like, oh, you want to behave yourself a bit. You know, yeah. there could be parents and kids listening together if they're crazy enough to do that. <laughs> you know, could be all sorts of different people listening and you try and behave yourself. But like you're still you yeah you've still got to be yourself and like if you feel a certain way sometimes swear words might feel necessary to describe something or you just 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 say how you feel about something or how you felt about something or my Tourette's just kicks in yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's your excuse yeah that's it (laughs) you're sticking with it yeah no I just yeah it's I'm I'm really glad that I did start the podcast all them years yeah, ago, and it's brought it's brought so many um, great experiences, and also brought so many great people into my life that I wouldn't have necessarily met as yeah. well. Yeah, and same here. Like I've been lucky enough to, you know, crazy as it sounds, like uh, well, not starstruck, but you know, I was really happy. Oh, well, you, you know, you and Matt and Mark and Paul, mm-hmm. who I haven't still haven't met Paul in person, um, not celebrities, but something somewhere in between, somewhere in between a normal person and like it's like, oh, I'm actually talking to this person. That's really cool. But yeah, it's just weird the way that podcasts work, the way you can do that, where you listen to these strangers and you grow to feel like you know these people and like they're your friends without ever having spoken a spoken a word mm-hmm. um on the phone or in person or even in text form mm-hmm. um but then when you reach out to to those people like they're just as glad to hear from you as you are to be you know yeah. um congratulating them on, on on what they're doing and then uh yeah it's just oh let, let's stop and this then and then you get to a certain <laughs> point and no one congratulates you anymore <laughs> yeah yeah no and but... you just do it going this is for me now if you want to come come but <laughs> oh yeah i've said that on here recently i think where i was shitting myself the first couple of times that i was on this show like the first time that i was a guest and the first time where you were like do you want to be a co-host and i was like shit uh yeah. okay uh yeah yeah i yeah kind of do and you just really think, oh, God, there's, you know, maybe thousands, but definitely hundreds of people listening to this. And like, oh, my God, people are listening to me. Yeah. What if I say this? Hundreds. What if I screw up? What if I just draw a blank? And now, like, after you're however many episodes in, you're just like, oh, sod it. Who cares? People are laughing at me. Like, good for them. I've given them a laugh in yeah. some shape or form. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. You aim to please. Yeah. No, I just I just have fun with us chatting and yeah, if we are making people happy that that's awesome. And 
also, uh, I think uh, I haven't done a count recently. I know I said I w- would at some point, you but told me once that like, oh, I've done more episodes than this person or that person. It was, oh, that's weird. Yeah, and that's... I think we must be getting close to like taking over drinking the second second most. I'm sure that you've definitely taken over drink water. Yeah, and I think you told me that one a while ago, and that was the one where it was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, you've been on the more co-founder of the show. Yeah, you've you've definitely done more than Matt and drink water at mm. this point, and I think uh, I'm trying to remember the number, but you would be getting close to Mark now, I think, because. Mm. Okay, well, this is... Okay, well, I'm going to have to do a little bit of maths quick because we came back... I'm just looking at the actual uh, website because I'm trying to remember when you very first came on. Um, All good things. Well, the, well, I was a guest on that. I was a guest yeah. on that. Okay, so episode 90 is where you started full-time with us. We are now on episode 106. This will be 169. Wow. Wow. And That's so crazy. you've done one episode before that 90. So, mm-hmm. and I think out of the trackmates that we've done since episode 90, I may think maybe you haven't been on one. Oh, no, a couple. A couple where for whatever, te- usually technical reasons that you, have prevented me. Yeah, like, or we've had a guest and you couldn't make it. Yeah. So probably out of them, you've probably done a good, probably 65, I reckon. Mm. Wow. And before that, I think you're definitely out there with Mark now. Yeah. Yeah, got to be around there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see those stats, but yeah. let's not I'll... try too hard to work it out right now. No, I'll count it. I'll count it up and I will let you know when... You officially reach the... But yeah, it's it's not even like a jump for joy moment for me. Like, yeah, you know, it's more like, oh, that's weird, because I love that guy. I love yeah. listening to those, those episodes. Oh, definitely. That's the thing. Mark was the backbone of oh, Trekmate for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of a nickname to give him, but, um, but he was, for me, like, really good at being... Somewhere in between. Well, it kind of sometimes depended on what mood he was in. Sometimes he was proper, very knowledgeable Star Trek geek, and like, let's keep this show together, let's keep it uh, professional. And then sometimes he's just like, oh fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> the drink water in him came out. <laughs> yeah. But, but but yeah, with Paul, it was just like the first sort of one to ten episodes where like, yeah, I'm gonna try really hard, and it's like. After that, it was just like, hello, Wayne. Who <laughs> are <Like> Mark? <laughs> That's it. That, it. Just the progression into drunkenness just yeah. excelled. How the fuck did Rom get to go out with Lita? What's going on there? Pretty much. And then you're just like, um, maybe you should go and do uh, your own solo podcast, Paul, and, uh, and address drunk? those subjects. <laughs> On your own, that'll work. Just, just leave me and Mark here. All right, I'll see you later, guys. That's it. 
Fuck it, honestly. Is Sorry, uh, no funny time. I absolutely love him. I'm not taking the mic. I just. I oh, don't worry, him. Paul will never hear this. <laughs> no, no, I Paul, guess not. Paul's distanced himself from Trekmate a long time ago. I know, I know. Loving the pieces. But it's just like uh, wrestling and music. There's that catchphrase, never say never. Mm-hmm. I still like to think that he'll, uh, just like Mark, he'll come back for one or two guest episodes at some point and just say fuck it yeah i'd love to see paul return for a you can't one you can't just drop that stuff even if you distance yourself from something like if you have a love for music or some form of entertainment like trek like it doesn't go away Mm -hmm. you might bury it down you might not talk about it because of the company that you're with or whatever or, or where you're at in your life but it doesn't go away and for that reason, I always think and hope that uh, we'll do an episode, the three of us or the four of us or five of us at some yeah. point. Maybe see if we can convince him to come back for the 10th anniversary. I'd, I'd love to see him at um, Sci-Fi Palooza as well. Ball drink yeah. water. That'd be great. Yeah. It doesn't no, even have to be a, you know, like don't have to put it all over YouTube, you know, just, just no, for just... our sake and anyone else yeah. who's a fan. No, exactly. No, definitely. I would like him to come to the Palooza at some point. Mm, Yeah, it'd be great. So, um, (laughs) I'm still just looking, working out. I was like, okay, Mark Mark first came on on episode 11. (laughs) So (laughs) That was sort of in a guest capacity, wasn't it? For for at least a few weeks or months. Yeah. Where it was just like, you know, I really want to contribute. But really want to add this episode, and then and you two were just like, oh, we've got to get this guy on board. Yeah, I think episode. I think like he's doing more work than we are. <laughs> by the by, the looks of the description of this episode, episode thirteen is when Mark actually um, came on full time. That soon, wow. It is okay. I just played a short short section, so he came on his first guest spot about episode eleven. And then he was co-host by 13. Wow. Because he was doing something. He had some sort of... He was providing questions for the track off. Yeah, but I mean, he had some sort of uh, trivia website or something. He was running a on... Twitter account. He was oh, is that running... what it was? It was a Trek trivia, uh, trivia Twitter account that he was running. So, yeah, no, if, he's, if he came on episode 11... And then he stuck around until we well, missed a whole bunch there. I think you've already done him. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can kind of believe that. I think you've done him, mate, because he was on a few of these episodes. He was on most episodes up till seventy-three, but obviously we all miss the odd one here and there. Mm-hmm. And then with episode seventy-four. Five, he wouldn't have been there. Seventy-six, that was me and Matt. Seventy-seven was me and Matt. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain you've done him. So I'm number two. That's up number two most recorded. You are co-host. the second longest running co-host of Trackmate. Weird. Weird but cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of that. Happy with that. Yeah, no, because definitely by by the time that it was episode. But if any of them want to come back and try and beat, well, that would require me to not be on it. But yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Would rather not do that. But yeah, yeah, no, because or try and keep up. 
Definitely all of the episodes from like 80 to 90 scrolling through, Mark wasn't on them. So that's another 10 episodes that he wasn't in. So if you take that 10, 20 uh, episodes away from like the 90, I'm I'm pretty fucking certain you've already done it. Nice. Anyway, let's yeah. let, let's move Still, on. Uh, let's stop rubbing each other's cocks and yeah. let's get on with. We promised an entertaining episode, and instead we've just been like, "So, how many episodes have we been?" Yeah, in? sorry, sorry. Um, okay, so I was going to talk to you about Christmas um, gifts or Trek merch, uh, mm-hmm. but I'll come to that second. I wanted to ask you. I was saying three in one, but I can only remember two parts of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to think how to phrase this. Do you think mm-hmm. Star Trek slash Gene Roddenberry slash CBS, whoever mm-hmm. else was involved, do you think they missed out on... Yeah, yeah, that's it, it is a three-in-one. Do you think they missed out on never having any Christmas-based episodes? Do you think if they had done that, that would have uh, ruined the integrity and seriousness and stuff of the show and where it's set in the future and stuff? And is it something you personally would have liked to have seen in some capacity? And then I've got a sort of fourth part, but I'll come to that in a bit. Okay. Um, okay. So the first part was, should they have done it? Do you think they missed out? Do on I not think doing they missed it? out? To be honest, I never really, at the time, I never really considered it because I always just assumed that in the future they had moved past these primitive notions of religion. I totally agree with what you're saying, but one thing I will say, and then I'll I'll let you carry on a lot mm-hmm. more than me, is I'm someone. Well, my wife absolutely bloody loves Christmas, and it's rubbed mm-hmm. off on me over the years. Where there was a time where maybe when I was single, where I wasn't, you know, I wasn't living with my mum mm-hmm. and dad, where I just wasn't bothered for a while. It was just yeah. like, ah, just time to get together with your mates and stuff but but now i am because it's rubbed off on me so every year like i don't necessarily look for christmas movies because they're bloody awful most of them there's some really good ones but i, I love look, the awful ones but i look for the tv specials i look for mm-hmm. the english comedy christmas specials like even mm-hmm. if they're miserable even if it involves like most of the episode people being sad and then they all come together at the end like oh it's christmas you know let's yeah. bring this person in our house whatever it is um so yeah i'll go I... into it in more detail in a bit i kind of wish there was some star trek but you, you know, i want you to answer first but i think that they stuff. i think that they easily could have put it in there because with regards to like the religious side of things I'm an atheist. Well, same. I say, but I still use the word Christmas every yeah. day of December. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think I love about religion Christmas. once. I love Christmas. And the thing is then, uh, you could also then argue, well, the thing is at this point in Star Trek future, they've moved away from consumerism as well. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, both okay. things. Yeah, I can yeah. see the argument for never doing it, which I'm guess is, guessing is why they didn't and yeah. respected what Gene would have wanted. Mm-hmm. to not do that no i get exactly. that totally and i do get that but then also i think in uh, the truck world there still would have been 
uh, a reason to do it just because it is a tradition of getting together with those that you love and like just celebrating each other whether it's a question of uh, like like people in the future like deciding that they still exchange gifts but it's something that they've done it's like oh i made a new holiday uh, holiday program for you for christmas i like i actually physically made you something i rather than using the replicator i've made you something or just yeah having that sort of notion and i think i think probably the best obviously if you're looking for absolute cheese in your christmas special then it would have been tos i don't know for me the two that i thought i felt it would fit into best for me was either tng the way i i would have imagined it in tng if they were to do it would have been um q yeah so that would have been picard saying like we don't celebrate it because exactly what you just said Mm-hmm. Picard saying what Gene would have said. We don't celebrate it because we're not interested in religion. We're not interested in money yeah. and materialism, all that sort of stuff. But Q would be like, oh, but, you know, you're, you humans celebrated it for so long and it didn't seem to be about religion then. You know, it was yeah. about, you You know, and like you just said, people just, just getting in the spirit and just giving each other stuff, making each other stuff and, like, data experimenting with it. Or... The other thing I thought of was I've forgotten the episode, the name of the episode. People will remember the Robin Hood episode. Yes. Where he like tasks Picard like, oh, you've got to rescue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name? Vag Vask. <laughs> Vag. Yeah. You've got to rescue the Vag. <laughs> Vag. Yeah. But like that sort of episode, I can imagine him doing that, but with Christmas, so everyone's pissed off, especially Worf. Yeah. Like you could have Worf being dressed as a Christmas elf, going, "I'm not a merry elf" or whatever. But yeah. Um, oh no, I yeah no I yeah that would have actually worked well if you was looking for a silly uh, Christmas special. Is if you had done. I still I still think you could have the little message in there as well, where like like oh yeah we all hate Q, but here is yeah. a little gift right at the end of the episode. Hmm. You know, just, Actually, just you're you're right. A, a Q episode would have worked well for a Christmas episode. Right, we all hate Q together. He's gone now, but here's some perfume, or here's yeah. a chocolate bar, or whatever. Yeah, no, but because so maybe he was a little bit right about it. You know, either that, or if it was a, uh, once again, it was always like the thing of data learning about yeah, humanity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Data would fit right into it as well. You know, he'd he'd be like, mm, "This is interesting." You know, yeah. It'd give Geordie something, I think, if if anyone. <laughs> give Geordie a nice hand shandy for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's some mistletoe. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it'd be like Crichton hooking on one of the extensions. Yeah. But no, I um, I also think it would actually have worked. Um, well, in Voyager, I think, because they could have played it in the sense of... Well, they're in the middle of nowhere, aren't they? They never know whether they're getting home. That that, that would be a perfect uh, scenario to to play that out. That would have been a thing of celebrating Christmas without your family. Get Neelix on the, you know, Christmas pudding and... Yeah, but with your new family. Yeah. 
yeah, that would have been. Uh, I think that would have seven also... of nine in there trying to t- trying to warm her up and make her more human and stuff using that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then also well, the thing is, they were always on about how like they had to limit replicator usage and stuff. So mm-hmm. like physically making stuff or whether it's hologram holodeck programs or whatever. Tom Paris making something to cheer everybody up. Tom Paris making a holodeck program that's yeah, a traditional, me, yeah. like Christmas. It's Santa's Grotto. Yeah. Oh, it my knee. I'm Santa. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> oh, just don't make me look Santa. <laughs> yeah. And I also imagined it in maybe Enterprise because they're the closest to our time. Mm-hmm. And also they did have some harsh times where everyone's going through some bad stuff on there too. Yeah, that's the thing. There, there's uh, like a couple of seasons where like they're literally like going to war. Yeah, and you it could would have been a nice thing. Yeah, you know, just trying to cheer each each other up. Just knowing that we don't need to do this, but you know, remember when our great grandparents did this? You know. Yeah, or or just establishing it as a thing that still happens, but yeah, just. Maybe just for different it, it for them it is a celebration of coming together with the people that you love i was one of my favorite things about enterprise was when i was watching it it really did feel like it's somewhere between us and then the fantasy world of uh, tos you know where obviously it was all very 60s and 70s tv show stuff but mm-hmm. it's like that's the future but archer and this crew it's like well they kind of look like astronauts mm-hmm some of the ship stuff kind of looks like what we're seeing now what you know what's happened in our lifetime and seemed a bit more a, a bit more relatable relatable yeah yeah i totally not christmas or trek related but i did have a thought the other day well it's slightly trek related because obviously we're trek fans we think about the future you've always like thinking about like the 24th century the 22nd century and everything mm. and um here's a thought for you dude Mm-hmm. Um, with like the expectancies as uh, they are now, mm. um, if uh, considering when they were born, if our kids, uh, especially Cisco, mm-hmm. um, live into their nineties, which is a possibility given health standards and everything else, yeah, they will live into the twenty-second century. Wow, crazy. That's the future. <laughs> it is totally the future, the mega future. Yeah. How mad is that? It is. And I I really hope they all do. I really yeah. do. And I hope they live in a better world in general than what we do. I kind of I kind of grew up, oh, I don't want to go on a political thing. I'm really not going to. But I always yeah. believed that the world was going to get better as mm-hmm. we got older. And now that I'm getting older, it's like I just look around me. Look at the news and the internet and just think, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Especially being massive Star Trek fans like we are with Gene Roddenberry's vision of the future. Of this is what we could do. Let's let's be smart. Let's work together. And it's like the actual reality of a lot of the people older than us who are in power. It's just like, what the hell are you doing? But I yeah. don't want to go down that. Don't no. want to go down that. Not tonight. Not at Christmas. Not Let's bury our hands and heads in the sand exactly. a little bit. That's, uh, yeah, but I just I just had that thought and I was just like, that is yeah. absolutely fucking crazy. 
yeah yeah it's fantastic yeah and i i hope they have a much better world to live in and their kids and their grandkids mm-hmm. and um, the thing is, is it, when, growing up in the 80s you'd be like oh my great grandparent or my grandparent like lived in the 19th century that's crazy that's mm-hmm. like western times yeah. and now it's like wow your kids are going to live in the future yeah so yeah just really random thought for you but yeah what was the second edge part of the question it was do you think they missed out do you think it would ruin the integrity and do and do you personally wish that they had done it in one of the things but then i've got a fourth part in a minute what i'll ask okay well i i personally i think if it was done right like if it was tng you'd be wanting like a slightly silly episode Mm. and uh with Voyager and Enterprise are perfect for um, yeah I think so those sorts of episodes Deep Space Nine you could always like wedge it in there somewhere with like comparisons with Bajoran bloody maybe yeah because you could actually yeah you could actually have like uh, the Ferengi as well sort of like mocking it like saying like Quark just trying to make money out of it in the bar or something Mm mm-hmm it's like, oh, I heard about this thing that you humans used to do. Yeah, exactly. You know. And or whether it coincided date-wise with a Bajoran festival or something, mm-hmm. and yeah, being like, yeah, no, that's, and then like celebrating both or whatever. I think, I think they definitely could have done it whilst upholding the integrity of what star trek is i i think so and i wish there was because even though we do watch star trek all the time like i would definitely be watching that christmas episode at christmas Mm -hmm. every year without fail rather than the the only like physical reference we get to it is one episode of tos mentioning a christmas party and um then uh, generations where Picard's having that's the thing Christmas obviously exists because Picard oh, yeah. has the Nexus experience with the Christmas yeah. tree you're right I've completely forgotten about that yeah so he mm. definitely has uh, Christmas definitely still exists in that future that might just be down to the um, the you know producers directors writers of that film at the time mm-hmm. y- y- you know and other executive producers and stuff like put that in there but the thing is if that was what picard was envisioning as like what he would love love Mm. to be living then it's definitely something that exists in that period of time yeah so yeah no i think that it would have been able to fit i think it's one of them things of they wouldn't have had to have like done what some shows do and do like the yearly Christmas special. Uh, I think just like a mm. one-off. I don't. I don't think any uh, classic shows or, or or new good shows they need to do that yearly. But I think it's just nice for all shows to have one. Mm-hmm. And when I say all with, with Star Trek, it wouldn't matter which series, just one. Yeah. Um. I think you that, definitely could have done you could have probably squeezed in two if you was having one silly one and then one melancholy Voyager or Enterprise Mm. one. And my next question, next part of the question is, everything I've just said, 
I don't think anyone involved in the show is actually listening to us. I'd be surprised if they are. But do you think that Seth MacFarlane might take advantage of the fact that TNG and Trek never did that and do it with the Orville? Because I, I think... bloody do. <laughs> I think he has it's... Kermit the Frog on his bloody desk. I don't think he's past doing a Christmas-based episode. No, I think... And having I, a laugh with it. I, I think Seth would definitely do it. Mm, I really do. I, I, I can imagine that being in the, the future of the Orville, the TV program. Because the thing is, he wouldn't mind really taking the piss of, out of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, all, all jokes are open. Yeah, exactly. Silliness ensues when it's a Christmas episode. Yeah. I'd really enjoy it. I'd be very happy for it. And again, it'd be something I know I'd watch every year, if I even if I wasn't watching the rest of that season or program yeah. in general. No, definitely. And I think answering your question as well, I think I'd never thought about it. But yeah, no, I think I wish that they had done mm. a Christmas special. Oh, I do. I'd definitely be on there probably December the 1st each mm-hmm. year. Be the first one I'd be watching. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. That's the thing. Think of all that Netflix money of everyone watching the Christmas special. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely happens. I'm not the only one that's doing that, but uh, specifically looking for the Christmas specials. I'll probably even watch mm-hmm. uh, the Friends Christmas specials in the next week, and I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. But just because they are Christmas specials, I'll, that's I'll the give thing. Them it's like... You want to whack out those Only Fools and Horses Christmas oh, I specials? Oh, yeah. I already have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. No, good question, mate. Good question. Um, I'm just going to send you uh, a WhatsApp right now. Oh, uh, we, okay. we we are going to. Oh, that's the wrong thing. That's Spotify. On oh, my little trial there. Um, yeah. So tonight we are going to talk about. In a bit, we're going to talk about. Um, well, this sort of ties into it actually. Um, we're going to talk about Trek items for sale at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've just sent you a picture just then. It's just an oh, old yes, lady. Oh, yes, I have seen shopping. this one. Yeah, it makes me laugh. Like I don't think this is the one that I've seen more of. Mm-hmm. But um, people buying jumpers and coats for basically Starfleet uniforms <laughs> without realising. Yeah. Do you get a kick of that out of that as much as I do? I, yeah, no, I do love it. because Obviously, that's... some people do realise, and that's where I'm seeing a lot of it, is people like going like, I've gone to Asda, I've got my Voyager jumper from Asda. Specifically, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, just funny seeing people who you just know you don't, you're not a Trek fan, but they, they certainly look like they are. Yeah, exactly. Especially with a little Christmas tree. That's a, that's a perfect com badge. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. But yeah, anyway, so um, um, one question I'll ask you. I can either come back to it at the end. Mm. But as I was on eBay in particular, that's where I took most of my photos to send across to you. I actually bid on an item and I was so oh. close to winning on an item. And I may try again in the new year because I get the feeling that once Christmas is gone, that there might be more of them on there and the price might go down. Hmm. It was an item, uh, I'll tell you, it cost £10 okay. um, 20 years ago. And I was trying to get it for like around £5 with £3 postage. 
Mm. And it was something that I was going to share specifically with you and the Engage Boys at um, Sci-Fi Palooza 2020. Mm. So do you want me to tell you what it is yeah, now or it. shall I wait to the end after we've gone through all the other Oh, okay. First? Yeah, no, save it for the end. But I'll tell you what else we should save, dude. Let's put in a Rick Moyer Christmas tune for yep. everybody to enjoy. So get ready for the uh, Trekmas season. Uh, we um, anyone who hasn't watched the uh, I mean watched listened to any of our Christmas specials in uh, the past. Our good friend Rick Moyer, who done the uh, who does the music for the show and also the songs that we always play at the end of the show, he done an entire album uh, of uh, Trekmas songs. So uh, we're going to share some of those with you now. So here is our first uh, wonderful. Christmas Moya song. One can never have too much. The rules of acquisition say expand or die. Why they told me gold press latinum. Don't give anything for free gold press latinum. They'll pay in trust to us gold press latinum. Give the Grand Nagus gold press latinum, latinum, latinum. So to exploit them gold press latinum, puppets are fun. Rules of acquisition gold press latinum, divine treasury gold press latinum. Rengar's not so crisp gold press latinum To win at Tongo quick gold press latinum Latinum, latinum Two grubs for the win gold press latinum Profits are fun Ward, he nodded gold press latinum Rom and Lita were there, gold press latinum. Nog and the Dabo girls, gold press latinum. Odo was far from thrill, gold press latinum. Latinum, latinum. Cisco watched it all, gold press latinum. Robots are fun. Rules of acquisition? That's rule number 45. I've memorized all 173, including the most important one. A man is only worth the sum of his possessions. Uh, let's carry on now with uh, talking about some uh, Christmas Star Trek merch i don't know what's official and what's not in fact i think most of the stuff we're going to be talking about is not uh official mm-hmm. but i just thought i'd send you a whole bunch of uh, star trek christmas jumpers and a couple of t-shirts yeah 
Um, and I, I tell you what, I've never actually owned a uh, like a, like a Christmas jumper since I was like a kid. So like the like because well mainly because I've been a fat fuck and I've not been able to fit in them. Um, yeah. But now that I'm at a point where I would be able to wear them, I'm definitely thinking next year I want to get myself a uh, Christmas themed jumper around something that I enjoy. Yeah, I think you could definitely be getting one of the things I've just sent you tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last one, um, as modelled by Brent Spiner, I'm sure that's not real. It's one of those mock-up pictures, but it's still very good very yeah. very detailed i love uh, that that's that's really beautiful i i've made a choice uh the last two years i've i've said for every year now i'm gonna buy myself a new christmas jumper for that year i'm just gonna make it a thing mm-hmm. so i've already kind of said one of the ones on this list is what i'm getting next year and it's quite likely to be that one um a very big picture of Picard, a com badge where it should be, uh, snowflakes here and there, and then yeah. make it snow written underneath him. Yeah, and I've sent you. We should on. we should definitely get uh, geeky Christmas jumpers for the Palooza since it's a Christmas themed one. Yes, that'd be a good idea. Get them a little bit early. They yeah. might be a bit cheaper, but definitely it'd be it would work with uh, the sort of uh, theme. The fact yeah. that we're having it so close to Christmas. I know we're both intending to cosplay and stuff. Oh, and I will. Yeah, I'm going to cosplay. I, but I think Christmas jumpers, especially for like the evening as well. If we're going to be there all day, it might be a good idea to be wearing cool Christmas jumpers. Like, well, cool. Well, cool in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then just change into your cosplay thing as that cosplay competition and by the way just for the record if me and wayne are in a cosplay competition we're not winning no we're, we're just not gonna let to... that happen but yeah we want to just just want to take part and have fun yeah. and stuff exactly exactly no we we wouldn't ever let ourselves win anything i other like than, the um... when i won the fight academy well <laughs> joint <laughs> yeah you and could size won it it wasn't just you I yeah. wouldn't have let just you win it. No, no, there was no way that could have happened. No, uh, but other jumpers we've got. Um, I thought this was quite funny. It's very plain, but mm-hmm. just Spock with a uh, elf Christmas elf costume on, just saying with a speech bubble saying, "Do I look like an elf?" Very simple, but just made me laugh. We, that's the thing. Yeah, it's I I do love it. I do love and, it. I really enjoyed uh, Bones, Spock and Kirk just, I don't know, looking like some sort of 80s band or something. Some... Oh, yeah, no, this jumper that you've shown us, it's a, it's a red uh, sweater type jumper with a traditional like, uh, Christmassy jumper, snowflakes behind them, standing, looking very, very cool, uh, very, very cool. That that was the one I was looking at a second ago when I was talking about cool jumpers. Yes. Oh no. It's like if you're definitely. a Trek fan, like you don't. If if someone's looking at you going like, "What a geek!" Like if you're wearing that, you're just thinking, "Fuck you! I don't care. I no. love this jumper." <laughs> and also, I enjoy this one that you sent us, the um, "Beam Me Up Santa" one. 
Yes, that's very good. It's very sort of um, eight bit computer style, isn't it? That's what I was uh, thinking. It's uh, like the the style of it is very like pixel trek. Oh, you could even of. say Trexels. Yeah, that's what I meant. Trexels. So it like, says, "Beam me up, Santa." Gift has, long and prosper. Yeah, gift long and prosper. And then um, a captain, which we presume is Kirk, pointing to Santa and saying, "Red shirt." <laughs> and a little explanation mark above uh, Santa's head, like, "Oh shit." <laughs> I do really like that. That's, and also, it, right at the bottom, star date, December 25th. <laughs> yeah. No, I enjoy that. That's It's, it's got enough humour in there that it satisfies the... I kind of uh, think with the, the pictures of the jumpers, they got better. Every single one, as they went along, got better. Mm-hmm. But I was sending you. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I... If anyone who knows me knows that I live in T-shirts... And you That's sent... all going to change. Yeah. Oh. It's changing. Yeah, well, no, I I think I will always live in T-shirts, though. I just... Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, with all your weight loss, now you've got a lot more choices. Yeah, exactly. And th- this T-shirt that you sent uh, us as well, which is like a Christmas tree with all of the baubles on it being like little enterprises... Yes, very nice. I absolutely love that. That's a brilliant Christmas T-shirt. Oh, and also, I'll just send you this one. I think this is official merch. Mm -hmm. I did like this, and I would wear it. I'm guessing it's official. It's not actually a jumper. It's a Christmas scarf. Uh, That does look official. Yeah. That does look official. To boldly go written on it. We've got snowflakes, and we've got uh, Starfleet... uh, the, like the insignia uh that that's about it but it does look very nice mm-hmm it does look nice i've never really been a scarf person that much i i actually have a few but i'm kind of the same i've got one that like it literally only comes out when it's really cold yeah i'd agree it's got to be very 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 cold to go like oh go on then yeah today i'll wear it because it's the sort of thing that I I almost feel like I'm restricted when I'm wearing a scarf. Yeah. And I yeah no I'm just like, so I only use it when I'm I don't use it as a fashion piece but I do like that that looks really nice. I tell you what I'm gonna send you one last jumper because I'm gonna ask you have you seen this in the shops because I have. Oh. And I think if you've seen it you'll love it and it's not Trek. Okay. Let's see if you've seen this, and if you haven't, how much you like it. I have seen it. It's cool, isn't it? It's That's amazing. For anyone listening, it's um a ghost uh, official, I presume, Ghostbusters yeah. jumper. And, and I've seen it. I've mainly seen it in game, mm-hmm. in the computer game shop game. That's kind of where I see most geeky jumpers. Mm. in game because they just they just have a thing of like getting in all the really cool geeky jumpers and yeah this ghostbusters one is absolutely stunning i nearly bought it because as i said i'm gonna buy one jumper a year and this year i bought a rick and morty christmas Mm -hmm. jumper um but when i'd seen this ghostbusters jumper it was about 35 quid or something and then a couple of weeks after I bought the Rick and Morty one, like it dropped down to like twenty. 
Mm. And I was like, oh, if it was 20, I would have got that straight yeah. away. So sometimes also, it's just the timing with that stuff. But also I wonder if, uh, do they overstock enough that come January they try and knock them out cheap? Yeah. Yeah, if they're going dirt cheap, I may have to get my uh, get some Christmas jumpers in January and just stock them up for years yeah. to come. Yeah, just or even just that being your thing of buying that year's Christmas jumper in the sales for later in the year. But yeah, because okay. no, also I had because one that I'd seen that I liked in um, game was like an Xbox uh, dedicated one. Yeah, and and there's a couple of PlayStation ones out there as well. Yeah, no, I've seen the PlayStation one as well. But yeah, no, looking at games website, it's twenty nine ninety nine at the moment. The Ghostbusters one. On online it is, but I think in certain shops you're going to get it for even cheaper than that in the same you know same business. Oh, they've even got a Spyro the Dragon one. I love Spyro. Oh, where's that gone? Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna send just a visual joke. This isn't something you can buy. Mm-hmm. To see if it makes you laugh if you've not seen it before, and then you can tell people what I've sent you. Okay. <laughs> just a reef of Khans. Yeah, <laughs> it's a reef of Khan. <laughs> a reef of Khan. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I um, I like a good pun. Yeah. Oh, we definitely do on this show. Hi, thanks for choosing to listen to the Trekmate podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can tweet us at trekmate1701 or you can email trekmate1701 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook just by searching for Trekmate. If you would like to help support the show, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sci-fi collective where you could sign up to various tiers to help us which include extra special bonus goodies, such as exclusive Patreon-only podcasts, stickers, t-shirts, and even com badges. So check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sci-fi collective. Obviously, we know that not everyone can help support the show financially, and we want you to know that we appreciate you just listening to the show. Once again, thanks for listening. Oh, this isn't a Christmas gift. Uh, This isn't a Christmas-themed thing. There's a couple of these where Mm -hmm. I just thought, okay, it's not Christmas, but I've got to share it with Wayne anyway. If I actually needed one of these, I would definitely get this one. A a car sunshade. So when you live in a really hot country, so you don't want your car heating up, you put a big sort of foil picture thing in your windscreen to stop Mm -hmm. the car from heating up. And we've got a TOS one right here. That is a perfect Christmas gift. It would be. If you got that from anyone in your family, you'd be like, that is brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. I will use that forever. Yeah. Oh, no, that is most definitely... uh, Not that we need it much in England, but, you know, you'd take it mm -hmm. on holiday at least. Yeah. Oh, no, that's... Or maybe just put it up anyway. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm just going to send you just, uh, um, I'm not going to send you the picture because you will have seen it before and we will have spoken about it, but there's Star Trek cats calendars now. 
I have seen that, yeah. Been a thing for a couple of years. Oh, I had to send you this. This is not any sort of official merch. I don't know where I found this. I think it was just put in Star Trek Christmas, but this is awesome. Mm-hmm. A Star Trek gingerbread creation. It is just that brilliant. Is pre- I tell you what, because um, how they've done it, they've got like a gingerbread planet at the bottom, which is basically like all gingerbreads with candy canes and everything else. And then they've got a gingerbread enterprise, like floating. Really well done. They've hooked it up by having like loads of candy canes looking like a phaser beam Mm -hmm. coming from the enterprise. And that is holding it in place. Structurally, that is very impressive. I'd just be flabbergasted if, if that was in front of me in person. Yeah, that is so impressive. They've done such an amazing job. Yeah, so I'm sure anyone who's who's listening to this, I'm sorry that we're talking about all this visual stuff, but if you just type in something along the lines of what we're saying, you'll see what we're talking about and get a kick out of it, I hope. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you would. I think you would. And it, they've done it in the style of the motion picture uh, enterprise. Absolutely love it. Yeah, oh no, and that looks like they've done it in a bakery. That's a bakery that's done it. It would make sense, wouldn't it? Something like that to to put as a display thing and make people go, "Oh wow." Yeah. No, because it looks like that. Like if under the counter, there's all different goods to buy. So yeah, no, fucking brilliant shop. Um, I also took a picture of some uh, Star Trek shoes, but people will have seen them, like canvas shoes. Mm-hmm. I won't bother sharing that with you right I, now. No, yeah, no, I have seen them. It's that's also another it's, good Trek gift. Yeah, I just I took a picture of it because I just thought if someone bought that for me in the right size, I'd be like, oh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I think I would wear them all the time as well. I tend, The thing is, I would have to be very careful because I tend to wear out shoes very quickly. Oh, I do. I, I now make sure that I buy two pairs at the same time so they last me longer. Mm. And it just, just seems like it, it takes no time until I'm fucking slipping over in trainers because like the like the bottom by my heel and the top by my toes are just totally flat where it's just lost all of the grip. Oh god, sorry, I was just I was distracted then because I've got quite often have YouTube on when we're talking. Mm-hmm. So I'd put one of our recent videos on, which was like an hour long, and it's finished. And now it's gone on to an older video. So now you're on my TV from like a year ago. And you just look so bloody different. <laughs> I, I just turn you so you can see. It's just yeah. just like two different people. It's really weird. Like yeah. seeing you on my computer and then seeing you on my TV and the difference. It's crazy. Oh, well, no, thank you very much, mate. No worries. Yeah. yeah. Well, funnily enough, since, since I saw you at the Palooza, I've lost Lumping now another nine pounds brilliant well done man yeah the blues are 16 7 and at the moment i'm 15 11 excellent god yeah. i've got to start losing some weight i'm gaining weight this month i kind of thought it might happen well it's christmas that's it it's not like i'm depressed or anything it, or, or maybe i'm a tiny 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 bit but it's just yeah that's what keeps saying it's christmas yeah <laughs> that's what the new year's for I just got to send you this picture. It's a rude picture. It's not that rude. I just thought it was cool. It it came up on 
there's a thing people will have seen it on facebook like a company called wish it's just a chinese ebay where it's just like buy our stuff yeah for dirt cheap and we'll send it all in one big go mm-hmm. but i just saw this t-shirt and i thought if i was single and just had loads of male friends maybe i'd buy this and wear this but obviously mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't as a family man but i just thought it kind of looked cool yeah no i i so get any, where you're coming from should, should i say what it is or should i just <laughs> move on <laughs> basically it's princess Leia in bondage yeah, well, yeah, just just tied up around the ankles, the knees, the wrists, and the elbows, and then she's got like a she's nude, and it's got a um, plaque thing over her boobs that just says "Rebel." Yeah. Then with a stormtrooper. Yeah, I shouldn't have brought that up, should I? <laughs> <laughs> I did no, say I might have done in a parallel universe. It's it's a younger man's top. It's a yeah. single person's top. Yeah. Where well, you just think, ah, oh, I saw it. Never gonna get a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, who's that? Um, okay, yeah, back to Star Trek Christmas <laughs> instead of Star Wars porn or whatever. So it just I, came uh, up in your search history. It was, it like I say, it's on Wish. It's on Face. It's like the second thing that comes up. It's like I don't know how much money those guys have paid to do that. Yeah, but it's like, oh, you like Star Wars. And you like this. <laughs> How do you oh, like it, it when we mix them together? I've never actually used Wish. Oh, I never will. I never will. I've had too many bad experiences from uh, sellers where, which the products originate from China. Mm-hmm. It's, oh. it's just their business model for a lot of Chinese companies where it's like, we're going to undercut everyone else. Mm-hmm. But we're going to send you some trash. It's going to there's going to be something wrong with it. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of quality stuff that comes from there, but nothing that I've bought has been. That's yeah. for sure. So I'm always wary of it now. You're in. You're definitely not going to be a hundred percent happy with this. <laughs> no. Uh, and basically, I I've made the same mistake about three times, and every time I'll return something. And mm-hmm. then you end up losing money on the postage, basically. So they've given you your refund, but they won't give you your postage back. No. So you've spent money on nothing. Yeah, just annoying. But I've learnt my lesson now. Oh no, that's that's why whenever I'm looking at eBay, I'll always try and find items that are in the UK. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I will only do that now. Uh, so. Right, now I'm going to send you some pictures of some Christmas stockings. Star That's Trek a very cool, cool one. This one's almost like um, uh, it's a TOS Christmas stocking that's uh, in square sections. That It's like uh, the comic book versions of TOS that they would use. Yes, yeah, that's definitely right. Um, oh, I, I did see more. I don't know why I didn't take more photos. Um, but I've sent you a second one, which is definitely unofficial. But I kind of yeah. like that one more. Yeah. Just because it felt like something that maybe your your mum might have made or something, or my mum back in the day. Absolutely. And uh, I t- fuck, that just reminded me of something that that I had totally forgotten about. But yeah, no, I love this because this is this is a handmade um uh Star Trek stocking where you've got uh like a 
like generic Geordie character mm-hmm. with uh, like antlers on and a Vulcan with a hat on in T- TNG uniforms piloting with Santa in command yeah. uh, uniform, which oh, I absolutely cool. love. It's amazing. But do you know what? I'd forgotten that uh, because when by the time that I'd reached a certain age, um, all of my siblings had moved out. So I had uh, like both my bedroom and a sitting room um, that I had my own sitting room that I'd filled with all of my geeky stuff. So all of my games, my Star Trek uh, stuff. And I bought myself a like futon like sofa in there as well. And my sister had made me uh, two Star Trek um, pillows as well, like like that were cool. like like the uniform with the insignia. It can seem so much more special when it's made by someone who cares about you, and when you know that you're the only person who's got that. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. But also, I'm amazed that I even forgot that. I don't know why yeah. I forgot that. I would have thought that that would be something that I would have remembered. But, yeah, no, memory's a weird thing. It is. Um, I've just sent you another one, which I'll let you talk about. Well, I'll talk about it with you, but I'm just not looking at it. But Which is definitely an official It's definitely an official one, but I like the fact with this one, the sort of 3D effect, the way the... Well, I'll let you describe it, because I'm going to have to plug my computer in, because I'm on 5%. Oh yeah, don't die. I did start off on ninety seven, but it's not plugged in, so we have been to... going a while to be fair. Yeah, and it is gone two o'clock in the morning in our world. Yeah. No, definitely. No, th- this um stocking is uh a Star Trek like is a black stocking with um uh, blueprint uh, blueprints of the Enterprise in the background with a Star Trek logo with a really nice TOS uh, Enterprise uh, like coming sideways on the uh, stocking and it's as you said because it doesn't it makes it so it's coming out of the actual stocking pattern yeah. so it seems like it's coming towards you and I absolutely love it that is definitely my second favourite uh the first one we spoke about being the third and then definitely the, the sort of homemade one being my top of the three. Yeah. There, I think. I am um, tempted to um, like I was gonna say, find that stocking. Uh, uh, when we put this... Sorry for anyone who's watching because you can't see me because I'm setting up the plug. But when we stick this on YouTube, I was going to suggest that we actually try and put these pictures on there mm-hmm. as we're talking about it, if if we can. It shouldn't be too hard. It's not... Like a big, yeah. uh, like doing one of the um, slideshow videos. It's just just one picture mm-hmm. as we're talking. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm I just... no, I think it's well worth uh, doing that. Okay. okay I'll tell you what, I've, I've never actually really looked at this Wish website, but they do have some Star Trek bits on there. I do just wonder, are they going to turn up looking I'm that sure. good? There is, but just just be careful. I haven't used that one, but I've actually watched videos on YouTube of people, like the video is specifically about they ordered this, but they got this. It's it's kind of a joke. It's kind of like to be expected. Yeah, because it, like they they put up the pictures of the official merch, mm-hmm. and then what you get 
however that turns up. Yeah. Yeah. In, in fact, if we had money, like, um, you know, I'm not asking right now, I'm just saying, but if we were getting loads of money on Patreon, I'd actually tell people that we'd do that. Yeah. If, if the money we'd was just flooding in. to try and just see what yeah. it turns up like. Yeah, I, I saw a video, One of the it was one of the wrestling um, cultaholic Mm-hmm. Uh, a wrestling channel that I like on YouTube where they did that, where they just said, like, we spent a hundred pounds on all these items. This is what we were supposed to get. This is what we actually got and just had a good old laugh about it. Yeah. So I would love to do that with Trek. Um, no, I'm exactly. Not doing it with especially, my money. <laughs> especially considering, like, some of the things actually do look pretty cool, but you know that they've just taken the. Yes picture from wherever it's originally sourced yeah it's not of what they've made no uh anyway so yeah i I need to grab my phone uh, back to the yeah i said right at the beginning of the episode i'd hoped for a lot more and a a lot better uh, to be honest with this stuff but um to be fair mate to be fair right like those things have taken us way over the hour mark yeah, they have. Well, it was my my questions as well about um, yeah the possibility of Star Trek. Christmas. Well, the thing is, the only other thing that obviously that they release all the time, which is Christmas related, is the tree decorations. That's what I was coming to next. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of these you will have seen. Um, you might not have seen these. These reminded me of uh, one of our friends who has been a trader at our. Uh, events conventions oh, they look like Emily's stuff yeah it's not Emily's stuff but I'm sure she could do that no problem mm-hmm. I really like that sort of thing especially when it's wood so it's like cut out uh, Starfleet emblem um, Enterprise mm-hmm. Bird of Prey DS9 yeah no well funnily enough I, I do have um, some of Emily's um uh, geek uh, wooden baubles that are, like because she uses a laser machine to cut them out. Mm-hmm. And Emily's I have Death Ray for anyone who's interested. Look yes. that up. Check her stuff out, Emily's Death Ray. And I uh, because I've got she she done one design last year that was a few of the different ships like in similar Christmassy designs. I've got one with the Enterprise, one Battlestar Galactica one. One with the Millennium Falcon, and I think that's it. Oh, that's cool. No, yeah. She's very good at what she does, and uh, yeah, like I said, that that one I just sent you then wasn't mm-hmm. her, but I'm sure she she probably got loads better than that. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, look her up, everyone. Yeah. No, I'll um take a picture of them to show you. Obviously, like you will have seen um most of these probably before I did. It's is it Hallmark or something? Yes, it's called. Uh, so there's the Riker. There, there's loads you've got of them. The Riker. There's the Defiant. You've got all of the ships, pretty much. You've got the ships. Here's here's what I would want. If I was going to get any ship, it'd be this one. It's the yeah. the Defiant. I, I love, I love that. the Defiant. I thing think is, I'm going to have to pick that up. Thing is, though, I tell you what, the uh, Hallmark. Um, decorations though unlike a lot of trek merchandise they've held their value they have and i can vouch for that because i bought one this year off our good friend david Mm -hmm. who also trades our 
events uh, and here's what i bought this year anyone can guess it before they even hear it or see it it is uh captain cisco yeah a bald-headed goatee captain cisco and what david pointed out to me straight away when i took it out the box is because you can't see it on the front cover turn him around because he's got his hands behind his back he's got a baseball in his hand Oh, nice. Yeah, it's excellent little touch. Nice detail. So he's on my tree right now. I'm nowhere near, I'm not close enough to the tree to turn the computer around to show people that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really happy about that being on there. Definitely. No, I love that. That's a, I always wanted a, like a few of the Star Trek-y sort of ones. But yeah, no, they're, they're not cheap. No, uh, basically retail, well sort of retail price he would have been 20 quid but david gave me a uh trek mate sci-fi palooza cool dude special discount i won't say what that is i want <laughs> no, to make the world fair. jealous of my Three single digit savings <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no I, no definitely and the thing is i understand why why they've kept that value because they are really cool items yeah no i can definitely you know i i don't like to get into collecting things because i don't like to spend much money on 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 stuff like on plastic basically but Mm -hmm. i think that's another thing just like the christmas jumper thing where i'm like i'm gonna get at least one of them every year now i tell you i'd be surprised if it wasn't the defiant next year i tell you what i haven't seen before but I think that I love uh, like decoration wise that normally comes out uh, at mm. Christmas. I would love it if there was a nice Star Trek bauble, not bauble, snow globe, a nice yeah. Star Trek snow globe. You can actually, I've been doing it for years now. You can actually buy like a snow globe where you just put a photograph in the middle. Mm. Uh, oh no! So I'm talking like the sort own... that you would get know, at like I, the Disney store. Oh, I do know. I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to do it on the cheap, you just just wanted mm-hmm. that. Um, oh, well, funnily enough, there is one Star Trek snow globe. It's oh, not as there? impressive as what I would like it to be. It's a TOS one. I tell you what, with the hallmark, I don't know if they're newer. They look like they're newer. There's a lot of very funny. TOS um, hallmark things that like action scenes which generally mm-hmm. involve Kirk and someone else so you've got like Kirk and the salt monster Kirk and the Gorn it just made me laugh these that is also something I'd love to see up on the tree yeah. I, I saw them and I just thought I can just imagine like our kids like looking at that just going like why is that man in the yellow show always being attacked by someone on the tree what's going on because that's what happens yeah i'll send you this link for you to check out a tng snow globe yeah because i i did find one tng which looks like generations era snow and they've got a deep space nine one so is that the the movie enterprise d b uh no that looks like just the d in general is it? But, yeah. But it's also a Deep Space Nine one. Deep Space Nine would lend itself very well to a, sn- a snow globe. It certainly would, yeah. 
Yeah, no. It, is that what the second one is? Yeah. Oh, it's official. Is yeah. it? I don't know when it came out, but no, absolutely love um snow globes. So I'd like to see like a yeah, really nice snow globe. We're definitely fans as well. We've only not bought any new ones this year because, and not even got out the ones we got, put mm-hmm. them out on display because of Cisco's age and just just the way he is this year. Yeah. I think just let him get a little bit older. Yeah, so exactly. No, fully understand call. the danger of um, what will happen if it breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, trust me. I'm absolutely there with you, mate. I understand that one. Uh, oh. So just a couple more things while we're on. Oh, uh, just one picture of someone's tree just absolutely covered in the bloody things. I don't mm-hmm. even know if it is a person's tree. It might just be Hallmark themselves, just a, a way to advertise all their decorations Mate, in one go. To be honest, that doesn't look that dissimilar from Rick Moyer's tree. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And while we're talking about Rick, should we... <laughs> <laughs> should we chuck in another chuck song? It. Yeah. Captain's Log Supplemental. Fascinating. I'm Captain James Kirk, commanding this vessel. Oh, here comes Enterprise, here comes Enterprise, right through the Milky Way. Sulu and Chekhov and all the crew going to warp today. Klaxon's ringing, Uhura singing, all is groovy and bright. McCoy is resin and Scotty's drinking, cause the Enterprise flies tonight. Here comes Enterprise, here comes Enterprise, right through the Milky Way. It's got a bay full of torpedoes to fight the bad Klingons away. Hear those orders barked by Kirk. Oh, what an earful they are. So run your fingers, cross the panel, and set your course for the star. Mr. Sulu. Yes, sir. Bring us about. Phaser banks were off, Captain. They activated themselves. I've cut back power, but we continue to gain momentum. I've saved just about everybody on this year ship. If the Enterprise had a heart, I'd save her too. Here comes Enterprise, here comes Enterprise, right through the Milky Way. Dilithium crystals in the chamber, powering it all the way. Spock and Kirk are going boldly, gaining perspective. So live your life like never before, cause they're following the Prime Directive. Here comes Enterprise, here comes Enterprise, right through the Milky Way. NCC-1701, complete with the shuttle bay. The bridge and sick bay on the ship, transporters and the brig. Hold on to your seats, the ships are shaking, cause this is one heck of a gig. Enterprise, Lieutenant Uhura here. If that was supposed to be a joke, Spock, I have to remind you, Vulcans don't tell jokes. Captain, I don't understand. Here comes Enterprise, here comes Enterprise, right through the Milky Way. Sulu and Chekhov and all the crew, they're going to warp today. Klaxons ringing, you hear us singing, all is groovy and bright. McCoy is rising and Scotty's drinking Cause the Enterprise flies tonight Okay, so we're back now And I'm just going to whip through this quickly Because it's very late here As we're recording 
Um, there's some sort of very cartoony looking um, hallmark decorations out there. And I particularly like the Spock one, which will be on screen on YouTube. Yeah. No, that, that's no, that's a nice like caricature-y sort of. Yeah, version. it's funny. It, it in our house, it would just definitely go on the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely be a welcome addition, even if you, you know, even for younger kids who don't know who it is, it looks funny. Uh, have yeah. you ever seen this? It's a book. It is a very Klingon Christmas. I have never seen it. I I have seen the picture of, from the back cover, and I didn't know if that was just a fan-made thing, but it's it's a real book, apparently. I have a feeling I have been aware of this at some point. Yeah. I've definitely I've... seen that back picture, but I just thought it was just a picture that just did the rounds. I didn't know it was a book. Because I, th- I think, if I remember right, it's almost like a take on a night before christmas yeah probably yeah that would make sense yeah no i'm I, sure there'll be some people listening like oh i've got that yeah i've read that yeah. years ago yeah. uh, i just had I, I said two things so i'm going to send you one more thing because it just made me laugh okay i think there's a couple of things what are basically just the playmates play figure uh, toys mm. and people have put them on ebay and amazon as rare you know, rare decoration, like yes, I always do. But it is basically just the Playmate figures covered in glitter, and they had various different ones. But I just thought, if I'm going to send him one, I'm going to send him Worf, because when hell. I saw it, I just thought it's Worf looking fabulous. They've bedazzled Worf totally, but they've put it, him in the wrong color again. I just just thinking of him just saying i'm not a merry man yeah no it's uh, yeah no that's it's like a bedazzled version of the playmates figure but they've used the wrong color for playmates figure but they've just put super uh, glue all over it and just then put glitter on him yeah they probably only had the red glitter more than likely yeah i just had to share that with you just thought it was funny why yeah no um and then try and sell it for like 20 quid. Yeah, someone yeah. will probably buy it. Okay, so there's a good chance you being you, but I'm thinking that maybe what I'm about to send you, you might have actually owned as a kid. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing where I said at the beginning, I actually bid on this. And I didn't know if, I, if I'd won, I was just going to keep it secret and mm-hmm. just and just bring it out next year but i've already said i will bid on it again if i see a cheaper version so okay it is the star trek boots the boots the english shop star trek the next generation christmas crackers do you know what i'm trying to think i had them they were 10 pounds when they came out which at that time will have been very expensive Someone well, bought them for me. Would have been more like 20 quid back in the day, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, was, uh, I definitely had them one Christmas. That's what I thought. I could just imagine you having them. Six yeah. crackers, 10 quid. I've only sent you uh, the front picture, but um, they're really good little gifts. Little um, keychains and yeah, no, stuff because like that. I've still got the keychains. Cool. Yeah, no, it's in, I, I've got like a jar of 
um, like like action figure like uh, accessories and everything. And inside there is the keychains. But funnily enough, I couldn't remember what they were from. I just saw it and I just thought, yes, like most Star Trek fans are going to buy that and they're going to put it in their attic and just go, yep, that's another thing I've got. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I just thought, do you know what? I'm not just going to buy that and then put it in my attic. I'm going to actually use them. There's six crackers. There's four of us. That's mm-hmm. That means I can do a cracker with each one of you and vice versa. Everyone yeah. gets to use a cracker with someone else from that group. And we can yeah. each take a, a toy or two home and you can keep the scrunched up, ripped up cracker. So oh, I'm going to love it. They would. So if they're not listening to this, don't tell them. No. And if they are, I'm, I'm going to try again, guys, to get it. I just don't want to spend too much money. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, no, it's funny. I I 120% definitely had those one Christmas. Yeah, yeah, can totally picture that young little Wayne having yeah. that. No, but I didn't buy them. Someone bought them for me for Christmas Day. Oh, I'm sure. This is like, it's still going to be mid to late 90s at the latest. Yeah, well, it says here it was 1998. Oh, that late. Yeah, so, and I I definitely kept every single thing out of the crackers. <laughs> Yeah, but just like we all did, you didn't keep the box. No, no, all oh, that no. stuff. It's crazy, isn't it? Boxes of things. When you're a kid or a, or a young teen or whatever, you just think, "What do I need a box for? I've got the thing that yeah. goes in the bin." But then nowadays, like you realise those boxes, how much value they add to stuff, or even just people sell those boxes on their own. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for the crackers, but for toys and stuff. No, but just because no one kept the boxes which has made them rare god like with computer games uh, you know console games uh super nintendo games n64 games where you were just like oh you would keep the box for a while but it's like oh it's a bit tatty now it's a bit roughed up i'll just chuck it yeah in the recycle bin especially that's thing those fucking cardboard ones that nintendo always done Mm. see i never had that problem because i was a sega boy Ah, oh, it's the other way. Yeah. No. Sega around other people's houses, Nintendo in mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's it. Well, that's the only way that you could get, like, both consoles is by... It was like, weird, wasn't it? It's like you had to pick a side. You couldn't afford to have both. Yeah, I, did, I didn't I did know barely anyone. Very, very, you know, less than a handful of people but would have both. Yeah. And in oh. that case, you would just think, you lucky, lucky get. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. You you definitely had to pick. But, okay, I'll tell you what, mate. That's it. That concludes our Christmas section. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Yes. No, I've, I've been enjoying looking at uh, Christmas stuff. I'm, uh, uh, hopefully it translates to, um, uh, like, on a podcast. But, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, I hope we've described it enough for you. Yeah, for the audio uh, podcast, but um, but we'll stick it up online. Yeah, well, and also if if you've got a phone, if you're at home, you can check it, or if if you're out listening to it, you can check it when you get home. I I just wanted to make tonight today yeah. Christmassy for everyone. Whenever you're listening to this, oh, definitely, definitely. Okay, so we are going to be doing a 
short trek off. Trek off. Well, as quick as we can. And we, we're using our new book. Yeah, we're using our new book that was gifted to us from the the Engage Engage Podcast Boys, which is the ultimate Trek trivia challenge for the next generation. Correct. So, um, written by Metallica's James Hetfield. Not really. George Doc James Hatfield and George Doc Burt. Yeah, whoever. Yeah. So, I I've found in my hand. I've found where the answer section are because at the back there's a whole like appendix section so um like the answer section starts between 279 and 251 so if we hold that to one okay. side so we can know where to flip from oh yeah yeah i've got it sure 279 to 251 so if we just then that way we're not accidentally flipping on to like the answers page we don't have to do it tonight i should have suggested it much earlier on but mm-hmm. i've been meaning to say to you i don't think it's really cheating but i think uh, on occasion uh, in the near future we should do theme trek offs where we just stick mm. to a certain chapter but maybe not tonight because that will take too much yeah no definitely um you can maybe we could maybe both put some post-it notes in the top of our books so mm-hmm. we know we know where that chapter is you know not to go yeah. past that no i think so cool excellent okay um I'll, uh, do you want to go first um you choose you, you, you choose who goes first okay you go first then okay um what we'll do is okay ready yeah we can see stop okay this is the name is the game, apparently. Well, it's all TNG, isn't it? Oh, so you... oh, oh! of course it is. That's the name of the book, I guess. I've yeah. not really thought about it. Yeah. So you've got uh, question 23 to 34. Uh, 25. I'll try okay. and keep everything quick tonight. Okay. Because we're what, 230 now. What was the name of the Romulan senator who, betr- who betrayed Spock, Captain Picard and Data to the Romulan authorities? Was it A, Parem, B, Paku, or C, Pardek? I can't remember. So, I'm. can you just say them again real quick? Was it A, Parem, B, Paku, or C, Pardek? I'm going to go Pardek. It just rolls off the tongue a bit better. It just sounds like it fits. I'm positive. Remember the episode. I'm positive that, yes, yeah, unification. Um, I'm positive that that is the right answer. So, I am... Look it up as well if you... Trying to... The name is the game. Okay, I found it. And that was question number 25. Yes, it was Pardek. I I knew it would be. Okay. Okay. So, your turn. Can you see? Yep, I can see. Stop. Uh, So, you've got a choice of stacked deck saucer module or trek tech specs let's go the saucer module oh okay i'm not sure if this is a straightforward question oh okay so it says could you find your way around within the maze of corridors aboard the enterprise d could you likewise instruct the voice activated turbo lifts to deposit you on the correct deck time to see if you're bluffing Match the major features of the starship with their accurate deck locations listed below. 
Oh, God. Um, so just pick between 1 and 12. This probably will be an easy one, whichever one you pick. Okay, 6. Actually, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. So 6, we're looking to see what deck 6 is on. So I can tell you it's going to be deck 1, deck 2, deck 4, deck 5, deck 6, deck 7, deck 8, deck 10, deck 11, deck 12, deck 15, or deck 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, sorry, it's not telling me what a section was. I can't understand. What this. number did you say? You said uh, 6. Yeah, I said question 6. Oh, did I not tell you what the thing was? No. It's Sorry, sorry, mate. It's uh, residential apartments. Okay, residential apartments. Do you want the choices again? Because not all the numbers are there. Yes, please. Right, I won't keep saying deck. Okay. But it's one, two, That's the bridge. four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen, sixteen. I reckon it's either eleven or twelve, because obviously ten is where ten forward is. Yeah. I'm going to go twelve. I was hoping you were going to stall a bit longer than that, so I could yeah. actually find it in the uh, the answer bit in the back. You can look for it at the same time yeah. if you want. It's a uh, stacked deck. Stacked, awesome. I've got it. Okay, what oh, question was it? Six. So you're on six, residential apartments. And it was option D. What did you choose? D. Uh, it's, it, the answer is D. Uh, I said 12. Uh, so D is deck five. Yeah, much higher up. There you go. Okay, so your second question, Matt. I, I wouldn't have got it, man. Okay, right. Yep. Stop. Oh. Okay, so it is. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's pick another one because that isn't a simple one. It's basically one where you've got to match up That's the whole okay. version of stuff. Okay, ready? Yep. Stop. Okay. This is behind the scenes. Okay. Okay, and you've got questions 37 to 54. 50. 50. Okay. Hallie Todd, who played Data's daughter, Lau, mm-hmm. came from a fa- family a family of trekkers. What role did her stepfather, Guy Raymond, play in the popular Trek classic, The Trouble with Tribbles? Hmm. So Hayley Todd's uh, father, Guy Raman, played in The Trouble of Tribbles either a Klingon, an Enterprise crew member, or the bartender. Is it Was it her dad, did you say? Yeah, her dad. So this is real potluck, in my opinion. So a Klingon, a Starfleet crew member, or the bartender. Yeah. It really could be any of the three. And I didn't know that fact. I'd never heard that. Never. That, that's cool, though. It's a nice little fact. Mm-hmm. And I think I might actually remember it after tonight. And I know what my gut feeling is, even though it could be totally wrong. I'm going to go bartender. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why. It, it just just feels like it might be that. Okay. Behind the scenes. Uh, it doesn't really indicate in the answer bit where... Number 50. Yeah, they're not the easiest to go through. Okay, so wait. Okay, I've got it. Uh, It was the bartender. 
Yay! Two for two. So, okay. So if I get this one wrong, I am out. You're out. Okay. Uh, so let me get to the actual questions. Here we go. Stop. Okay. So you have. I think this is what I was on, wasn't it? The name is the game. Uh, is that yes. what I was on at first? Wayne the game. Yeah. Um. So fifty-four to sixty-four. Let's go sixty-three. And they're all multiple choice. Uh. Oh God, that's an easy one. So you should be fine to stay in the game. Okay. Uh, name the old French folk song that was a favourite of Captain Picard. Do you need, need me to say? Frère Jacques? Yeah. Yeah. Frère Jacques. I'm not even checking the answers. So nope. I'm two for two. You're one for one. two. So you can still draw. If you and, lose well, this. Yeah, if I lose. Yeah, we can still. You can still okay. win. You ready? Yeah. Stop. Oh, oh Lane, there's another one of those ones where you've got to match up. Just Thanks. next, just do next page. Oh, no, I'll go again. Okay. Stop. Okay. You've got officer dossier of Natasha Yar. Okay. So it's uh, question one to five. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm gonna go one. Okay, one. So, which nationality from ancient Earth was Yar descended from? Was it Swede, Ukrainian, or German? Oh, wow. Uh, I feel like I should remember that, maybe, but I really don't. Mm. Uh, so, so, Swede, Ukrainian, or German? Yeah. I feel like it could be any, because I'm sure the actress isn't really. It's just the character, but I am going to go Swede, and my reason why is because... They're often associated with blonde hair. That would have been my reasoning as well. As soon as you said sweet, I was like, yeah, they are mostly blonde. So I'm currently looking for... What's the the section called again? I found it. Oh, good. Okay, so Starfleet Intelligence Officer Dossier, Tasha Yar. Uh, Her nationality from ancient Earth she was descended from was Ukrainian. Ah, okay. I thought I was going to get a clean sweep then. and No, no. No easy way out yet, mate. So, we're okay. not going to bed till after three o'clock in the morning now. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, no, what we'll do with this one is if no one gets it, we're going to have a tie tonight. Because okay, so it is now 20 to three. <laughs> your third one. Yes. Here we go. Stop. Uh, it's the same again, same section. It's the the name is the game. Oh, okay. So you are twenty three to thirty four is your choices. They're all multiple choice. Let's go twenty four. Twenty four. Who was the only crew member of the USS uh, Bretagne? Is that how you pronounce that? Mm-hmm. Bretagne still alive when the Enterprise D arrived on the rescue mission. Do you want me to repeat that question before I This is... No, I'm fine with the question, but it's going to be potluck. Is there any multiple choice? Yeah, yeah, it's multiple. They're all multiple choice on these pages. So, A, Sam Bishop, B, Andrus Hagen, or C, B, G, Graham. I can repeat the whole thing if you want. I've... 
I'm going to take a punt with B.G. Graham. B.G. Graham. So the name is the game. Feel free to look for it at the same time as me because you seem to keep yeah. finding them Friday because... Okay, it's I've got the name well is the game part two. Oh, I've got it too. As, oh, yeah, same here. Uh, it doesn't say that it's part two. Um, so maybe go back a bit and find... At the beginning of that Oh, I've section. got it now. Name is the game part one. So we're looking for... What did we say? 24. Mm-hmm. So this is telling me, as long as I'm not on the wrong part, you said it was B.G. Graham. Yeah. Which was... C. C. So, no, it's telling me B. Ah, okay. Which would be Andrus Hagen. There you go. As long as, um, just double check that there isn't, they've not, ah, yeah. The second, the name is the game section, doesn't clearly say the name of the game too. But it's obviously the bit that comes later. And obviously the, the question numbers are different, so. Yeah. So oh. I win. I'm the uh, resident Star Trek expert again. As per usual, <laughs> finish the year off as it's uh, gone before. Yeah, oh, I, it always amazes me every single time. But like, oh my god, I won. Yeah, it's it, no, well done, mate. Very well done. I think I will always remember from tonight that Tasha was Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. And that Lau's dad was the bartender. Yep. We've both learnt something there. I can't actually even imagine or sort of half remember anyone saying Tasha was Ukrainian and when that would have come up. Yeah, no, neither do I, but it's um, both good bits of uh, Trek trivia to just have in the uh, old noggin there. Yeah. Yeah, did, did you know that Lau's dad was the bartender in Trouble with Tribbles? Actually, I did. Yeah, exactly. There you I go. I listened to that episode uh... of Trek, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, so thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, I'm sure that you will join me in wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. Oh, totally. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Trekmas. Merry Trekmas. Um, we'll try to put out an episode around the New Year time, but if we don't, because when 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 is New Year? Let's have a look at the date. When is New Year? About a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, a week and Not a half. Long. So we might get an episode out, but that we'll see you. Uh, actually, I tell you what, I'm not going to commit to it. We'll, we'll put, be back soon. What he's trying to say is we'll be back soon. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll I'll put the episode out. It might be just before New Year, it might not. So I don't know. If if not, we'll see you in the New Year. If you do, then oh, you're lucky people. Yeah, yeah. So I look forward to recording something uh, again soon. And remember, coming after Rick Moyer's song and our end credits. Uh, oh, yeah. If you want to check out our thoughts on Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. We'll put that at the end of this episode. So if you want to hear our uh, chat about that that we put out on the Sci-Fi Collective uh, YouTube channel, check that out there, okay? So uh, hold on, that's coming. But make sure that you check out uh, this next uh, song from Rick Moyer. So thank you once again for joining us, guys. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins. 
Merry Trekmas, everybody. Have yourself a hairy little creature. Let your tribbles mate. From now on, that purr will make you feel real great. Have yourself a hairy little creature. There's no eyes or ears. Tribbles keep on giving all throughout the years. Oh, here they are, just a ball of fur, not a him or her, just it. Klingons hate, but they are great. I must have on my Christmas list. Through the years, they multiply together as the quadrotriticale allows. Hang your triple. On the highest star base, somehow, and have yourself a hairy little creature now. Here they are, just a ball of fur. Not a him or her, just it. Klingons hate, but hey, they're great. A must-have on my Christmas list. Through the years, they multiply together. As the quadrotriticale allows, hang your triple on the highest star base somehow, and have yourself a hairy little creature. listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so.
Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sci-Fi Collective. My name is Jude. And I'm Wayne, and we are going to be discussing, surprise, surprise, you've already read it in the description, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Yes, we are indeed. So, we um, are we are recording on the Friday night, uh, Friday the, uh, what are we on, Friday the 20th of December, and it came out on the the Wednesday night at midnight, and, the midnight, and, then, yeah. and then, you know, obviously all day the Thursday, which is when we both went to go and see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both went last night to go and see it, and um, I think maybe should we do just an initial thoughts spoiler-free, like just of whether we liked it or not, or should we just go in all out? I think. Fantastic? Yeah, I just think spoilers all over the place. Let's, you know, we we've already said to each other off air, like let's not try and make this video too long for everybody, because mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be bringing it up on and off on YouTube and on the uh, Trekmate podcast, even though it's not Trek. Um, so yeah, let's not worry about not spoiling it. Let's just spoil it as much as we want. So there you okay. go. We're telling you now, people. Here, here is your fair warning. If you haven't watched uh, The Rise of Skywalker, don't watch this. Uh, come back yeah. once you have. Because yeah. we're going to watch it when you finish watching it. Yeah. What I will say to you though is, I think it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, go ahead and watch it. Definitely. Yeah. There was yeah. there was never any way, but I wasn't going to go go and watch it. Uh, that's yeah. for sure. No, definitely. So, okay. What was your? Let's go for initial feelings of the film. Initial thoughts before after, going into it, or after? After. After. Well, I don't know. Let Let me just tell you mine before, mm-hmm. because I've been in the same place for a while, and I think I've said it on our on our podcast, where I do love Star Wars. Like I was really big into the original four, five, six trilogy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved them. Always will. Um, I was ready to be fully behind the prequels in the late 90s, early noughties, and, like, I struggled to accept that, like, God, these are nowhere near as good. It took me a long time to fully accept, like, what just happened there? Like, that was not the same. That was not as good. But I I still Mm -hmm. like, I like things about them, but they're not, they're not what Mm -hmm. the uh, 4, 5, and 6 were. But by the time we finally got round to what is it, seven, eight, nine? Yeah. Or episode seven. I was very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had very positive things to say on, on our podcast um, when we weren't necessarily doing YouTube at that time. Um, and I think it was just because that excitement level had been allowed to build and you knew all those characters were coming back. 
but with both of the last two films i've had the same experience where i've gone to the cinema really bloody enjoyed it and and more so with episode eight the last one um i kind of realized days or weeks after like it, it it wasn't like the prequels where like I was like what was that it, but it was like I really enjoyed that in the cinema but how quick do I want to see it again on DVD or mm-hmm. Blu-ray or Netflix or whatever and um, I think with uh, episode eight I've never ended up watching it for a second time even though there was lots of stuff I enjoyed it just never happened and I've had the opportunity it's been on all these TV apps. And every time I'm just like, nah, I won't watch it right now. Watch it another time. And that's just told me something that as much as I love Star Wars in general, I'm just a little bit Star Wars down. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit exhausted with it. And um, that's how I was kind of feeling before I went into seeing episode nine, where I was like, I'm sort of looking forward to this. There's no way I'm going to miss it. I've got to watch it as, as soon as possible. So I'm not hearing spoilers from everyone else i want to see it for myself you know i I tried to be positive going into it into the cinema and i I, again just like the other two before it i really enjoyed my cinema going experience but this time i kind of wasn't kidding myself where when i came out i was this time i was more realistic where it's like yeah i probably won't watch that for a while now Mm -hmm. just like the other ones but yeah so yeah i just had to tell you what my thoughts were going in where they're sort of similar to what they were coming out, but yeah, there's, there's a lot to talk about in between, I suppose. Now, oh no, but you, definitely. You, you tell me yours then. What what well, were you thinking before you went in? Was it any different to what it was when you came out? Well, I, I was looking forward to it. Mm. I was looking forward to it, and I would say that as much I, as Picard. <laughs> no, but that's a bit of an unfair stick to hit it from. Half once... as much as Picard? A quarter as much? Well, <laughs> maybe a fifth. But... Yes. Okay, no, that's fair. <laughs> because I think, once again, like you just said, with Picard, it's something that's been stewing for the past 15 years or whatever it is since Nemesis. Yeah. So it's an anticipation that... Um, has been building for a long time where with uh souls we had the last one what was it 2017 or 16 i feel like there's been one at least one every year just lately uh but, but that's sometimes include the solo and star wars stories yeah yeah which so, personally i've actually enjoyed rogue one the most that's the only one where i have actually watched it twice since seeing it in the cinema so a total of three times and enjoyed it every time that one yeah but i think that's because it's so linked in to uh, a new hope mm-hmm. but yeah. anyway that's that's a talk for another time no i totally get that um i came out feeling i enjoyed it um i felt it was good um i felt it could have been stronger in certain places but then also i it's strange because I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I was slightly. Um, I, I I was slightly just not really invested. Yeah. I was, I, I was kind of indifferent in certain ways. I think indifferent is a brilliant word to to describe how I felt too. And yeah. I think a lot of people are coming out that way. I've tried to avoid seeing stuff online, but 
from I, I've seen some like major negativity posts and stuff but I'm trying to ignore them but mostly that's what I'm seeing where people are just like exactly what I've said I didn't love it didn't hate it yeah kind of liked it you know but um, there's a lot of moments that I really liked there's... yeah that, that yeah there was moments that you, you know it's because of my love of those original films where there's moments where I nearly cried, you know, where I was upset, like mm-hmm. sad moments, sweet moments. And also knowing that uh, Carrie Fisher has died as well. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting to see her in as much of the film. Yeah, me neither. But they obviously filmed as much as they could with her. And, and it was weird when I was watching it because I could kind of tell where like, OK, that that was her real last scene and that's where obviously the actress Carrie Fisher died and then they had to kind of write it in because I know there was lots of script changes even during the filming of this film mm-hmm. for, for different reasons for lack of confidence in certain uh, parts of the story but obviously one bit of it was the death of Carrie Fisher where they were just like okay yeah we can do the CGI young Carrie Fisher for but for, uh, Princess Leia but I don't think they really wanted to do it for the older one who we mm-hmm. were now seeing. Um, and I wasn't even, I said to my eldest son who, who went to watch it with me. Um, I wasn't even sure if they'd like maybe changed her lines um, because she just saw her last scene is where she's just talking to one of the rebels who are, you know, doing something on the computer. And she says like, mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to go help Ben or something like that. Yeah. And I feel like maybe she didn't even say that. Maybe she said like, "Oh, right. I'm going to, I'm going to send a transmission to." They just dubbed over something entirely yeah. different. Because then it was like suddenly you just had what looked to me to be a completely different actress was like, "I'm just going to go lay down on this bed mm-hmm. and go and communicate, telecommunicate, whatever it is with with um, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, whatever you yeah. want to call it." And to me, like, and and my son agreed with me. He said the same thing, which I thought was cool, but he came up with it. Um, the fact that she did that and she knew that she was going to spend, like one of the other characters said, she's going to spend her last bit of energy to do this as her final mission. Yeah. Um, and all she said was fucking Ben. She just went, yeah. Ben. And it didn't even sound like Carrie Fisher or Princess Leia. It sounded like someone else. And we both said to each other, me and my son, like, they could have had to say all sorts of things. And my son, Kyra, he came up with some good line. I forgot what it was. And I said, for me, the line I would have picked was like, Ben, your only hope. Why the fuck did they not get her to say that? They could have just taken it from mm-hmm. the original film and just cut it slightly. Yeah. And then that would have had people in tears, mm-hmm. like hearing that line, instead of just Ben. So what does Ben mean? Yeah. Like he could have just been like, oh, leave me alone. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it it still sort of worked. But like, yeah, it, it was it was obvious to me that that's where that unfortunate real life death happened. And mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, because you're right. The, the setup for that then had to go to another character to then try to explain what uh she was going to do without really making that much sense yeah because at that point 
um, Leia hadn't been looking weak or no anything. So She's just a, a usual general self, you know, like yeah, head Obviously of he- war torn and mm-hmm. like like slightly haggard, but yeah. Other than that, not weak in any sort of sense. No. So not at all. No, yeah. it was kind kind of out of nowhere, but obviously, you know. Do you know what I, I I wanted that planet to be? I was like, okay, and then that's how they're getting rid of Leia. They're getting one of those uh, destroyers to blow up the planet. Mm. Yeah. That that, that could have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because that's just how I assumed they were going to write her out. Is like, well. I never really thought about it going in. I knew that they were going to have to do something, but I just, you know, as I've said, like, I wasn't overly looking forward to this. I knew I was not going to miss mm-hmm. it for anything, but I I couldn't be bothered anymore to speculate about mm-hmm. what's going to happen to the different characters. I'll just, like, I'll, I'll just wait and see what happens. I even went out of my way to avoid trailers. The only trailer I saw was uh, Ray jumping mm-hmm. over... Um, TIE fighter type thing which turns out to be uh, Kylo Ren in mm-hmm. his special TIE fighter type thing yeah it's um okay so, uh, so let's talk about some like points that we enjoyed um then because uh, can I just get two things in what I wanted to get in go on uh during the film um there was two comedy films which I absolutely love, what I couldn't stop thinking about. Mm-hmm. One comedy film I couldn't stop thinking about, well, not couldn't stop thinking about, thought about three or four times throughout the film. As soon as I saw them, and as soon as I heard their name, mm-hmm. like uh, six or seven guys following Kylo Ren about, called the Knights of Ren, and they're all basically... Monty Python. <laughs> yeah! That's yeah. all I could think. So every time those guys were on screen <laughs> in my head, I'm just going, nee! Nee! <laughs> just everything they were doing, just just had that in my head. So that made me laugh all the way to the end because they're there right to the end, but only in little bits. Yes. Um. So yeah, th- that amused me. But the other thing, and I, and I think. This is going to hit home with a lot of people once I say this. They may mm-hmm. have even felt this for the last two films. But the one film I couldn't stop thinking about, like 90% of the time I was sat in that seat, is Spaceballs. Yes. So much of that film just reminded me of Spaceballs, where like so much of the dialogue and like the story just being a little bit all over the place especially the stuff with the emperor just really felt like spaceballs very where... over yeah very over the place i think that's what was getting me a bit in the cinema was it was all very fast paced mm-hmm. lots and lots of little like scenes i think they but... they don't want to disappoint, uh, disappoint or lose the new very very young audience which mm-hmm. i think is kind of fair enough to an extent like that's who they want they want the new generation of proper kids to be asking their mum and dads like i want star wars merch yeah and but the thing is it just felt like a lot of these scenes were just kind of rushed and yeah and didn't feel like they had enough time to actually 
breathe and let yeah. you experience those moments. Yeah, and, I, I mean, and... I felt that the, the Emperor scenes were comical to me. Really, I was just, I was literally laughing my head off with the Emperor and Ray and Ren at the end, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what? he kept changing his mind. It's like, oh, you've, you're gonna rule. No, you're gonna rule with me. Oh, uh, you gotta kill me, and you're gonna rule. Actually. No, the power of both of you is gonna make me more powerful. It's like fucking make your mind up, man. Yeah, like you're supposed to be like the most powerful, knowledgeable guy on the dark side, and like yet you can't make your mind up between these yeah. three or four things. And it's like, oh, it's... suddenly I have the power to electrocute every single person in a thousand mile radius. <laughs> just like it was just so over the top. I just, I was just laughing. Like, my son's laughing on the left of me. I've got some woman I don't know laughing on the right of me. Funnily enough, there wasn't a, that reaction in my screening. Really? Yeah there, yeah, there wasn't that reaction to that in my screening. I um, I, I couldn't help it. Like, I just, like, you know, I do have love and respect for Star Wars, but at this point, it's just, like, I'm watching a bunch of billionaires and millionaires, you know. yeah. And I, yeah, this thing, the, the whole, the, the whole emperor thing, kind of, it was just shoehorned in. It felt, mm. it felt yeah. like it was really shoehorned in. And I felt like a lot of that to me looked like it. It felt like like a YouTube fan film or something. Mm. Like it even looked like you know someone could have just filmed it in their garage, just like. Yeah, come along, Ian McDermott, whatever his name is. Like, you know, just film for two days in our garage. We've got a green screen. Don't worry, we'll put everything else in afterwards. Don't even have to act with the other actors. Like, it could have been done like that. But also, if... Okay, so how's he meant to... Because he turns around and says, like, that he came back from the dead. Didn't he? It's like they don't even want to explain this stuff. No. Yeah, it's like, oh, because Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I would have, I would, I would have accepted it more if they had shown a kind of flashback to uh, Jedi, and then see him like put a force like shield around him as he's do falling. Know, do you know what just popped into my head? Peter Jackson, who did an absolute fantastic job with Lord of the Rings, but to squeeze three films, three very long films out of The Hobbit. Yeah. Can you imagine what Peter Jackson could have done with Star Wars if the actors were on board and if Disney were on board and mm-hmm. had the patience and the cash to do yeah. that? They could have done so much. But I don't think that was ever the plan. The plan was, let's do three films. Let's establish these new actors, Ray, mm-hmm. Finn, and Poe. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's I'm... use all the old actors and squeeze every bit of juice and goodness we can out of them while they're still happy to be paid these wages. Yeah. And and, and that's what they've done. So they can move on to other stuff now and just pay whoever's left. And the thing is, Poe... Uh... What's his name? Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. I know he's Poe, but I, I um, 
I'm really indifferent to him. I'm I same. I don't dislike him, and I they're don't just like, like him. They're just like little flavors, just little ingredients of older characters. I love Ray. I think Ray. I do actually. Know, I, yeah, I like Ray, but still, like you just said, I wish they would tell more of a backstory. Yeah. And, and plus, like you know, no offense to younger viewers uh, or whatever, but it was like okay, in the first twenty minutes of the film, like yeah, she's the emperor's granddaughter. I got it. And it's like every sort of 25 minutes, like, you don't know, you're going to accept it, you don't know what it is. And it's like, she she just had fucking electric bolts coming out of her fingertips. Like, Mm -hmm. I know what the the reveal is now. Like, there's no point. Yeah. Like, you know, drip drab feeding us, like, Mm -hmm. you're not going to like it, but you got to, it's like, we know what it is. We know what it is. Yeah, I, I tell you what I enjoyed from, from like the whole mishmash of quick scenes at the beginning. Um, I was enjoying uh, reading between the lines of JJ just saying like, "No, fuck you." He's wearing the helmet. No, fuck you. Ray is someone. Just like amending all of the things that the last mm-hmm. film had uh, like screwed up. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I I enjoyed like like guessing the feeling of uh, JJ like basically dismissing the second film. Yeah. So I found that amusing. Um, and the thing is, because because there were so many scenes going on in so many different places. At the moment, I can't recall all of them to turn around and say which ones I particularly disliked or not or which ones no i don't think there was anything where i was like oh i really didn't like that or i hated that or whatever but like yeah it's hard to know what to say i'm not overly negative or positive about anything um Mm -hmm. should we we say some of the stuff we liked like i was saying like there was stuff what made me uh, mm-hmm. upset in a in a happy sort of way like one of my favorite lines i don't know what the line was exactly just c3po saying to r2d2 i think you're my best friend and like that was just yeah. like oh no <laughs> <laughs> once again the robots yeah yeah the robots no i, I like that but it, it's them that makes you feel that emotion just too I'm two not. bits of metal played by two actors who actually absolutely hated each other i know yeah. kenny baker's gone now but yeah and uh and also i uh i i, li- I liked the new little droid which like one the, you mean, the, uh, the new yeah. little ice cream cone one yeah no i liked him too but like as soon as i saw him like i didn't think in a really bad way i was just thinking that's more merch i'll be seeing that in the disney shop next week if not tomorrow of course. But, you know, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I'm not buying it. If someone else wants to buy it, go ahead. Like, it did look cute, and it sounded cute. It was it was funny saying, like, oh, oh no, 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 thank you. No, thank you. Please don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think um, they used Lando Calrissian as much as they could have done. No, they didn't, but... Uh, who knows what his health issues are and stuff. You know, he's, he's yeah. no spring chicken anymore either. I no. know that when he does the conventions, he's at an age 
where he's always in a chair for everything. Mm-hmm. He's not standing up for nothing, and that's that's fine. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I did get the feeling watching it that like they're almost trying to project him to be younger than he is. Mm-hmm. Not just with the makeup and stuff, but just the way he's standing, the way he's talking. But no, it was great to see him. Yeah, I did really like it, but it was more of the same what we've seen with the last two films where I can say good stuff or bad. I, I think some one day I might say, oh, that was great. And another day I'll just be like, eh. where it's fan service, isn't it? It's like, yeah, look who it is. Remember this guy? It's literally that like that is their purpose. So when you're in the cinema, it's like, hey, yeah, it is that guy. Cool. Wow. But then, yeah. you know, then if you are watching it on DVD at home, it's just like, yeah, yeah, I remember that bit. But what's really going on in this scene? Not, not a whole deal. That's a, I, I felt there were certain bits where there was just, it seemed like there were space battles for the sake of space battles. Mm. Yeah. R- rather than like to forward any specific plot point. Yeah. Um, because I'm tr- I'm trying to remember which one it was early on because I went with. Um, my eldest daughter, who's eight, and um, like the, it was one of the early space battles, and she's like, "Why are they fighting?" I was like, "I haven't got a clue." Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Because it's Star Wars. <laughs> because Star Wars. Yeah, because wars. Yeah. <laughs> and um. Yeah, I I thought the idea of like the these two like kind of like like maps that lead you to the Seth the Sith promised land mm. was a bit of a strange concept. Yeah. The only way that you find it is if you've got one of these two maps. You ain't going to get If that was the case, then how the fuck did he get so many stormtroopers? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, right? He's he's meant to be dead. Um, no, well, he's in hiding after uh, people think he's dead. How could he make that many ships without a whole army of people? It's a ridiculous amount. It's a ridiculous amount of ships. He didn't just force build them. He needs no. people to be manning them. It just all seemed like all this was in real life, just like just decisions from money and just like what can we do, what more can we bring up, who else can we get in, and uh, like um, the emperor reveals like oh Snoke was never real, he was me, you know like everything's me, every voice you've ever heard he sent to Kylo Ren was me. It's like, oh, really? I don't think you were thinking that at the beginning of episode, not episode two, episode uh, eight or episode yeah. seven. seven. I don't think you were thinking that. No, because that's the thing. They showed like Snoke's body in a jar. Mm. It's like, oh, so. they're my clones. And it's like, really? Was that the plan all along? I doubt it was, to be honest. I'm not yeah. going to get pissed off about it, but kind of a you know kind of cool in a way but at the same time i don't believe that that was really the plan mm-hmm. i think at some point they've just said oh can we get in mcdermott or 
sorry if I'm getting the actor's name wrong. I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh yeah, he's in, he's in. You know, he'll do it for seven million. Mhm. He's only going to do two days in JJ's garage though, so got to make it work. <laughs> yeah, no, I just feel that, especially after what, because don't get me wrong, I loved a lot of his earlier work, but oh yeah, especially yeah. with Trek and now this, it just for me JJ just seems to go for the spectacle rather than but you don't know how much of that is outside pressure from these disney's the biggest company in the world Mm -hmm. you don't know how much of that is from them like this is what we want you to do you know you can take little liberties here and there but this is basically what we want you to do i I even feel like same for cbs yes yes definitely and that's what i feel like when i was watching star wars which is like i i imagine like a like a focus group or something you know like these like they've got all these different age groups to to watch maybe like an animated version of the film to sort of say um do you like this you know Mm -hmm. is this funny to you is this sad is this cool you know like when does their attention span drop off when do they become bored it's Mm -hmm. like a mathematical equation like this is how we get it exactly right to make sure that the kids stay interested and and yeah. it's it's not about making the best film they can make. It's it's about that. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And because the thing is, it's like, and also there was plenty of um, scenes that were there for fan service. Yeah, but well. that, that I've realised now. I've learned that like, yes, I do love that in the cinema. Mhm. But you can't watch it your second third and and definitely if you did insist on watching 10 to 20 to 100 times you can't sit there every single time and go it's lando you yeah. know you, yeah. you just can't it's like i wasn't expecting um to see harrison ford i wasn't i did pop for that i was like oh shit yeah. I thought it was done. I thought it was done. But uh, I tell you what I was thinking, because the way my brain works, when I saw him, mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, OK, I know he's getting millions of dollars for that. But for me, it felt like it was a little bit. Well, this is what I'd like to think. That they brought him in for two reasons, which are the same reason in a way. But basically, Carrie Fisher died mm-hmm. and she would have been standing there if he yeah. wasn't standing there. And also that he felt yeah, you know, he wants the money. Yeah, I know that. But like, also, he felt bad that she would, she was gone, and JJ mm-hmm. or whoever said like, "Would you mind? I know you didn't want to do it, but she was going to be there. She would have been like a spirit or whatever it is, a ghost layer." But can't not necessarily. It. She would, she might have been there like physically. Yeah, that, that that's a possibility too. Yeah, she could have been like, fly me out. That that might have been the thing, rather than like, I'm going to force project or whatever it is. Yeah, because uh, she might have been like, no, I'm going. And then, yeah. and then you would have had that scene of, is he going to kill his mum? Yeah. Like he did. Yeah, they are different possibilities. So I, I do think that's what happened with Harrison, which that made me feel good. Felt more good about Harrison Ford rather than... Han Solo, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't think that was ever meant to be there. But it was still nice. It was it was still very nice to see him. Very cool to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and that that I did. I there was bits of the whole Kylo Ren Ben Solo story that I liked. Yeah. And the Romeo and Juliet sort of thing going on with Ren, Kylo Ren and Ray. And Ray, yeah, I, yeah, no, because obviously that had always been, um, like, uh, like pushed, like uh, as you said, like the Romeo Juliet esque mm-hmm. story with them too. But with um, uh, with, with the whole um. Kylo Ren turning away from the dark side. I don't know if, for me, that personally just felt a bit too forced. Whether I don't I, know. I don't know. I kind of felt like that was going to come inevitably, but that was going to happen. But um, I don't have to say spoiler alert because we said it at the beginning. But I think mm-hmm. it ended the right way because I kept thinking throughout the film, isn't this film going to exa- end the exact same way the second one did? And if it yeah. does, that's not good. Like that, you know, people are going to moan about that. So in my head, I was thinking, he's got to die. He's got mm-hmm. to sacrifice himself. For it. He's got to actually die here for mm-hmm. this act to actually be different from the second one. And that's what they did. And also, then it kind of well, it doesn't exonerate not, him of what he's simple. done. Yeah, no, it doesn't exonerate him of what he's done. But at the same time, um. Still, that's a point. He, when he died, obviously his thing, like his body, like returned to that the was force. Some, that was something I liked is the fact that, like, they explained it for viewers of the film earlier on. Um, when Ray and friends sort of mm-hmm. fell in some sort of sand pit underground, there was like a what they called a serpent, what just was just like a big worm yeah. fangs, and it had a cut on it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And she just walked up to it and she healed it. Mm-hmm. But then she's, you know, one of the others just said, oh, what did you do? And she said, oh, I used some of my life voice. I, I, I spared some of my life and passed it on to the serpent. Mm-hmm. So they made it very clear. Like, that's what I just did. And you're like, OK, that's coming up again. Yeah, because that's the... didn't do that for nothing. No, when that scene played out, I, I did think so. I was like, OK, that is explaining something that is coming up. And you could have guessed it if you'd really thought, but I didn't want to think about it. But mm-hmm. it, it's kind of obvious when you think about it, like that it was going to be Kylo Ren, which it was. They were battling, mm-hmm. and she, I think she does she shove her own lightsaber or his lightsaber through himself. Um, it's it doesn't it's matter. Hers. It doesn't matter, but it's it's straight through the belly, like yeah. it's a it's a death kill. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, scenario and like she clearly automatically regrets it mm-hmm. and she's watching him die and then she decides to to give him a bit of her life no don't think any words are spoken or anything because because she's already said it earlier on mm-hmm. um, but also that was it, there was that moment of distraction for them because um they felt Leia die Yes, there's that, and then also they do talk after he comes back, where she's, you know, she's basically saying, "Oh, I did want to take your hand in the last film, or the, or 
the film before yeah. that. But Ben's. But it was Ben's hand, not Kylo Ren's. And then he said, like, oh, Ben's dead. And she said, no, Kylo Ren's dead, which is good because it's like, yeah, he kind of just died. Mm-hmm. She just stabbed Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. but she brought Ben back. So I did like that. I did think that was good. I hadn't really thought of it that way. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you're probably right. I, I did like that. I thought, like, maybe that might have been something that existed all along, but it was always planned to happen that way. It's just the things happening around it that had to change mm-hmm. or were forced to change for different reasons. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the scene of... Well, obviously, I uh, when it came to Emperor Palpatine uh, containing all of the evil Sith that had come before him. Mm. Um, I was like, at, at that point, I, I was like, really? Yeah. Really? But then I understood why they done it, because then they wanted Rey to be the embodiment of all yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah. So I understood why they done it, but then at the same time, I was like, well, no, if... If he contained all of the Sith, then why was bad shit still happening? Yeah. When he wasn't on the scene, but then that's when people throw in the thing of, oh, yeah, but he was still around. Mm. So, yeah, I understand that. But uh, I enjoyed the tiny scene of um, Ray, just because you got to hear all of the previous Jedi that had died. Yeah. The biggest kick I got was Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, I'm not sure if I took him in or not. Yeah. What was his line? Oh, is pretty much they were all just saying like uh, we're all uh, like we're all in you or whatever. Which is a bit dirty, bit kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got all of us boys inside you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice <laughs> Anyway, let's move away from that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what yeah. else do I want? I I liked. Um, I think there was some real animatronic puppets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Felt like Jim Henson style. I liked seeing some of that. There was also a lot of CGI stuff going on, but I, I'm always happy to see the real life stuff. I was happy. Is once again just fan service. I was uh, happy to see the. Uh holographic chessboard yes yeah yeah that's always cool yeah i like that yeah and the Um, all things millennium falcon uh, are cool really exactly like millennium falcon fucking crashed a lot in this it did and and with that and poe and finn it all seems a little bit cheesy a lot of their dialogue they're just like, you know what they're going to say before they say it. Like, as soon as I saw a flying stormtrooper, I knew the next thing someone was going to say is like, oh, they fly now. And it was like, oh, they fly now. It's like, oh, God, I knew you're going to fucking say that. Yeah. Like, I get it. I get it. It's for it's for a younger audience. Like, yes, the fan service stuff is there for our generation older, uh, but mm-hmm. it's ultimately for kids. I know. I know. But um, and also selling merch. Yeah. Yeah, and and they will. They'll sell that as well. They'll be, you know, they might not be backpacks in Disney, the, but they'll have a toys, yeah, yeah. No, they they will have that specific little ship with one stormtrooper that you whack a button and it flings another stormtrooper along. 
definitely i have no doubt yeah and and not only kids will buy it there'll be people older than us buying that and loving it and yeah good oh, for definitely. them i say yeah exactly but the um what okay what did you think of the because we always knew we was going to get luke as a force ghost come back yes that that was inevitable i said i actually said to my son like they missed a trick there i really wish they'd had a force ghost of the uh the space cow with green milk that would have made it for me to have luke just turn to that thing and just go i still want some green milk please come on dispense the milk <laughs> Fucking hell. They're I... just out there that was my favorite part of the, the last film <laughs> yeah it really was. <laughs> I remember looking around the cinema in that one, just going like, "Oh my god, is no one else finding this as funny as I am? It's ridiculous." Yeah. Oh, I wish got... that had been in there. Or he... no, no, that's the thing. No, that I also said that to him. Like one thing which I thought was stupid, and and my son said the same, is that now the Force ghosts can pick stuff up. Yes, that Luke's was a, holding a lightsaber. So why not just fucking join in? Yeah. Why not come along and kill the emperor yourself if you can just stand there and hold lightsabers? That's the thing. If you can hold stuff, then why not just project yourself into Kylo Ren's like if sleeping chamber, pick up his lightsaber, and stab him in the head? Yeah, you'd think you'd have hundreds or thousands of ghost Jedi's just doing what they want. Yeah. But no. Yeah, so like, yeah, the the space cow with the green milk wouldn't even have to be a ghost. It could be a real one. And he's still mm-hmm. drinking milk. That's it. <laughs> Direct from the teat. <laughs> just a forced ghost. <laughs> suckling. You just see it dripping down his neck, like through his neck into nothingness. Yeah. I don't oh. have a real stomach anymore, but it's I still can't give it. this habit up. Yeah. <laughs> I still would. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I yeah, I never really considered that with regards to the Force Ghost. But yeah, I it, at the time I did think like, oh, that's a thing now. I was glad. To, I was glad to see him though. I knew they were going to do it because he's done interviews for the film and stuff, so it was obvious that he was coming back. Yeah, just last little time. And I love Hamill, so... Oh, I do, yeah. Like, like my favourite Star Wars actor, without a doubt. Like, like character and actor. Mm-hmm. He, he is Star Wars, both the character and the actor. Yeah. And... When, when um, I was a kid, like, some kids wanted to be Han Solo, or they always wanted to play with the Han Solo figure. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was Luke. I always liked Luke better, definitely. Yeah. Um... Another fan service, uh, well, you know, whether it was fan service or just going full circle, mm. um, I enjoyed the going back to Tatooine ending. Yes, no, I like that too. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure that I like the last line. Um, I was expecting the last line. I was expecting it. But I thought it would have been more brave. There's an old lady what says, what's your name? And she says, Ray. And then thinks. And then because someone had been asking her earlier on, what's your family name? And she said, I don't have one. But she thinks. And, you know, in that time, there's three choices she could make. 
they could be really brave and have her say it's Ray Palpatine. It's like mm-hmm. I'm taking ownership of this name. Yes, yeah. I have the shittiest granddad in the universe that has ever mm-hmm. lived, but I'm taking ownership of this. And I'm, yeah. Or I can say Skywalker because that's the name of the fucking film. And that's and what the it's... rise of the Skywalker is. But and I would have preferred it if she just said, just Ray. Yeah. I'm just Ray. That's what I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Why not? She doesn't need to, in that yeah. sense, then it's like, I don't need to, like, have come from anywhere in particular. Or just say, I'm, uh, I'm Ray Windu, motherfucker. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but not but, Ray Skywalker, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, because that's the thing, I know, that then that's a scene of like, oh, it's the family that you choose and the one you're born into and everything. But Anakin was still a dick. Yeah. You know, it all yeah. started with him. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And also, uh, oh, well, no, Ben was a solo. Yeah, he yeah. was, but he had Skywalker blood. Yeah. No, exactly. Or it would have been cooler if she was just like Ray Palpatine. Friday. <laughs> 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 yeah. That would have been the ultimate ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be like she's decided it's it's not worth it <laughs> oh one thing I half told you I was going to mention tonight I, I said I was going to bring something up I'll just bring it up now it's just a really weird coincidence when I was watching the film and it was the end Palpatine, mm-hmm. uh, Emperor Palpatine was dead and Ray had come back down to, to whatever that planet was on Mm-hmm. Where Charlie from Lost, yeah, aka Pippin or Mary, whichever one it yeah. was, um, and they're all congratulating each other and all that stuff. <laughs> I actually thought to myself in my head, like I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to be reviewing this later on with Wayne or talking about it at least in the YouTube video, and I just thought, oh, it'd be a funny thing to say to Wayne. Oh, you know what this scene needs? It me- needs more. Uh, Derek Lyons and Nick Joseph. I, I thought that to myself, just like a silly joke, but I'd just yeah. say to you, which only you and a certain amount of other people would go, <laughs> but just as I said that, like seconds later, seconds after I thought that in my head. Here's a medal of yapping. Yeah, yeah, one of the characters, like the little alien lady, like gives Chewie the medal of Yavin, which is really nice. It's a fan service thing because he never got it. Mm-hmm. back in episode four and it's like oh he finally got the medal but it was just like oh my god that's so weird yeah but i just thought that the two guys that were the if anyone doesn't know those two actors we had at our first ever convention we had on mm-hmm. and they're the medal bearers and uh yeah yeah it was just weird and i just, I just had to laugh when i saw you, that i was just like you that's willed bizarre. it into existence yeah strange <laughs> It's strange, and you know, actually, a sort sort of nice moment. And how would that alien lady have known to give it to Chewie, though? Uh, I've been watching the films. I think I've, yeah, she must have been a real fucking buff on um, what went down in A New Hope. And she's a little bit too late as well because uh, there was another Star Wars actor loss in in the last year as well, Peter Mayhew. That I'm guessing that's not him. 
it's oh, no, a it Swedish be. basketball player now or something like that. I don't even know if um, in The Last Jedi that would have been Mayhew. No, I think he just came back for the episode seven, whatever that was called. I, I honestly lose track of the names now sometimes. Shit, that's the thing. What was it called? Uh, on It doesn't matter. On that's bad. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, um... I keep joking about it now. I put, like, Facebook posts out, like, saying, like, I'm going to see the revenge of the... Uh, <laughs> of the last hope of the Jedi Sith Order. <laughs> just You just lose yeah. track. Like, it all blends into one. Yeah, no, it, it was basically a New Hope Part 2. Yeah. Yeah. Reprise. New Hope Reprise. Yeah, exactly. And... The thing is, though, I just... I, I would watch uh, I all of these films again, but just not right now. I don't... I'm in no hurry. Other than Ray, I don't care enough about the other characters. Oh, God, no. No, they're so generic and cheesy and just, like I said, just little bits of other characters. Where I know there's a little bit of that with Ray as well, obviously... She represents the good side of the force, so she's got similarities with Leia and Luke. I get that, you know, I'm not denying that, but mm-hmm. she has her own thing going on. She she's likable and has mm-hmm. her own story going on as well, you know. What wasn't there necessarily for those other characters. Not not in the same way, anyway. I think overall I think for me with like the prequels with like one, two and three I think at least after watching seven, eight, nine, what I appreciate from the prequels is they didn't feel rushed. They were willing to take their time. Oh to... no, God! They bored the hell out of you at points with different yeah. things, you know, to try and tell whatever story it was George wanted to tell at that time. Yeah, like it or not, like that did happen. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, um, yeah, they could have done with being sped up a bit, but at least they allowed you the time to consume the story possibly care and that where this one for me just seemed very too fast paced we're going to this planet we're going to that planet we're going back to this planet going back to that planet it was yeah And, and i really feel like it's just the fan service for the older fans remember this remember that remember this remember that and for the kids it's just like spaceships lightsabers spaceships Lightsabers! It's a talking, but it's not on for too long, because there's some lightsabers again! Exactly, and that's the thing, it would have been all of the uh, bloody like, like head honchos going, kids nowadays have got a short attention span. And like, yes, that's what I said, I think it's a mathematical equation where they're like... All you can the... only have this much amount of time for, for the dialogue. You can only give this amount of time to this character. You've got to move thing, on, move on. The, the kids, they're into their TikToks. They, they want it to be within a minute. So every scene now has to be a minute long to keep their attention. Yeah. Oh, one one of the final, uh, you know, second clips from the, uh, the final scene, what made me laugh, because I was just like... I've been in Star- into Star Wars for so long. I know this is going to pop some people, make them go, yeah, and it's going to make some people go, oh, fuck off. They had the Ewoks. Ewoks. At the end, oh. go, yeah. 
I love we somehow know that we just won again. <laughs> yeah, just make me laugh. How would they even fucking know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, no, I, I, they don't I was... have the technology. How can they bloody see it? Like, even if you'd seen some sort of explosion in the sky, They'd but just be like, like, what like the a fuck tiny... that? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be sitting around thinking like, yeah, we just won a war. But for me, with the Ewoks, like I was young enough to really enjoy it when I saw I love uh, the Jedi. And when I was old enough in my teens to know that people five, ten years older than me um, hated the Ewoks when I was loving them, just made me laugh. I was just like, really? What was it really that bad? Like it just made like in space, uh, Simon Pegg's character, like and Bill Bailey, absolutely fucking hate the Ewoks. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, I, I never really saw it, but it's probably because I was a kid, I guess. Yeah, no, I loved the Ewoks. Yeah, I never had a problem with them. And the, but then, once again, that that's when uh, older generations hated Jar Jar Binks, but younger generations had no issue with Jar Jar Binks whatsoever. I sort of grew to hate Jar Jar Binks, where when I saw it at the cinema, I was like, this is different. Mm. But then as I got a bit older, I was like, oh, God, that was fucking weird. Like, that really didn't go. Yeah. My wife still loves him and uh, has a laugh about him. But, you know, I just the older I get, the more the piss I take out of that character. Yeah. But no. George dropped it. He, he lost faith in that character. But I'm guessing that was because of the fans, because he was had truly entered the Internet generation by then. Yeah. Where people are just like going, I fucking hate this. Stop it. Change it. I can't remember where I read it or heard it, and I'm not sure if this was an official theory on uh, like uh, like the intention of the character. Mm. But I did at some point hit like the theory of they were intending to make Jar Jar a Sith. I've seen the YouTube videos. I don't know what channel it is, but I recommend people search that out. Yeah. I did like that. That did make me laugh. <laughs> Why not? When you look back at those films, like what would they have to lose? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have had anything to lose whatsoever. I will say, I've kind of said it in this talk slash review thing, but it, with this third film of the new trilogy, like it did make me like the Kylo Ren, Ben Solo character more. I was like, okay, that did flesh that character out a little, little bit. Mm-hmm. where that was kind of his destiny he was constantly always torn but that's kind of the story of this film but like the light side wins you know yeah. love love wins mm-hmm. good will always defeat evil in the end which yeah. is exactly what they did with return of the jedi exactly and also it's about overcoming what you was like uh, what uh, what you was born into as well it's like mm-hmm. uh because whether it's him like always being obsessed by his granddad and then yeah. turning good again like his granddad. Yeah. Or whether it's Ray like uh refusing Palpatine. Mm-hmm. The crane thing keeping him alive was interesting. It just reminded me of like anime manga type films. Mm-hmm. But again, that that crane thing just made me think like the whole thing was just done in a garage. Like he's just sat in a computer chair doing that thing. 
Yeah. Like the only thing they've actually filmed is his face from the sort of chest mm-hmm. up. So they could do whatever they want with that. Even the makeup just looked like it was just someone just put some lipstick on his eyes and his mouth. Didn't look that good to me mm-hmm. compared to a lot of the other stuff. Going, I mean, so much of that film, so visually impressive. Got to say that, like, that's one massive plus point, I'll say, for all the last three films. And definitely this one, like, amazing visuals. Visually stunning. Stuff. Like, that's the thing. Space battles, visually stunning. That's definitely one time you're 100% allowed to use that word. Yeah. Stunning. It it, it is. It truly yeah. is. You and can't that's... get any better than that. Yeah, and it, like action scenes, they were fine. There were action scenes. Mhm. I did. I did. I I really liked their lightsaber battle in the 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 Death Star in the water. Yeah. Uh, Ray and Ren. It was like okay, like. It's happened very quickly in their universe, but they've clearly both gotten a lot better at what... Well, I say they've gotten better. Ray's gotten better. Mm-hmm. And Kylo Ren, he was good as he ever was, but he's he's starting to love her more or care about her more. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly becoming a better guy. Like, at first, he just wants to kill her. And then in the second film, he's like, oh, we're quite like this girl. And in the third film, he's like, I really care about this girl. You know, I I want to kill the emperor and I want her by my side. Whatever that means, whether that we're good or we're bad, we're probably going to be bad. But I want her by my side. And that's what mm-hmm. he keeps telling her. You know, it's like, that's your destiny. And and it shows, you know, so he's not he's not fighting to kill. He's fighting to stop himself being killed, and occasionally might seem like he's going to do that. But he was—I don't think he's ever really going to do that in this film. He doesn't want to kill her. Yeah. And it, so it makes for, it makes for an interesting battle, is all I'm saying. Yeah. No. No, I agree. I enjoyed I enjoyed that battle, and mm. I, uh, I think Ray all the way through kicks ass. Oh think... yeah, definitely. They have her doing all sorts of stuff in this film. She's really advanced in a really short time. Some real Marvel superhero stunt work stuff going on here. Oh, definitely, definitely. Maybe may, may more athletic and crazy than any, apart from maybe Yoda. <laughs> what they have Yoda doing in uh, uh, is it Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, where he's just going absolutely mad. Apart from him, like yeah, I think she's the most athletic, crazy flip stuff going on. Well, Yoda is inside her. So, (laughs) this little green saber. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Um. So yeah, I think I think that pretty much rounds up what. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I enjoyed saying? watching the film. I've enjoyed talking about it, and and just like at the beginning of this chat, I don't feel any different after this. Like, no. Oh, actually, I really love it, or actually, I really hate it. It's just like I enjoyed it. It was enjoyable. I'll watch it again eventually, but I've no idea when. Mhm. And yeah. and for the people who are watching and listening to this, like, no, it's just watching, isn't it? Yeah. If you loved it, that's great. If you hated it that's fine too yeah no exactly i think so and 
Well, that's the thing. There's room for everyone. Whether you hate these movies, it's fine. I, You've still got I, the original I, trilogy. I know this is the typical cheesy YouTube thing to say, but I do look forward to seeing people's comments down mm-hmm. below. Yes, remember really comments and uh, let us know what you guys think. Because I'm sure some of them I might read and go, oh, shut up. But <laughs> we'll There's see. always an element of that. <laughs> yeah. We know where we are. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, it'll be interesting to see what people's thoughts are generally, whether they're ambivalent to like it or not. It's it's it, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see what you think. So remember to uh, click the like button if you've uh, stuck with us for this long, and uh, remember to subscribe to the channel. But uh, thank you very much for watching, guys. I've been Wayne. I've been Jude. And something, something. We still haven't figured out the ending. (laughs) Well, may the force be with you. That'll be it. Always.